We have questions, Mr. President. Every time we come, we'll see these haters want to stop it. But we don't give a fuck, you know, we'll always dodge and duck it. Rising up above it. See us at the summit, left them off in the dust when we bust off like a comet. Every time we come, we'll see these haters want to stop it. But we don't give a fuck, you know, we'll always dodge and duck it. Rising up above it. See us at the summit, left them off in the dust when we bust off like a comet. Jump up on this mic, these haters take a step back. It's all about the movements, but nothing but the facts. I got this bitch brigade on my couch, just getting whacked. Now I got these bitch ass haters steady biting on my back, man. What the fuck is going on? Go and tell for coming wrong. Trying to stop the message, cause the message coming too damn strong. Never do I play along, shake them off like all day long. Focus on my mission while they plot and scheme from dusk till dawn. But I don't give a fuck, I never have, I never will. It's just another chance for me to brush up on my skill. They do it for the hate, man, some do it for the thrill. I do it for the love, cause I gotta keep it real. Every time we come, we'll see these haters wanna stop it. But we don't give a fuck, you know, we'll always dodge and duck it. Rising up above it. See us at the summit, left them off in the dust when we bust off like a comet. Every time we come, we'll see these haters wanna stop it. But we don't give a fuck, you know, we'll always dodge and duck it. Rising up above it. See us at the summit, left them off in the dust when we bust off like a comet. Hey yo, Chris, I can feel you like 120%. Haters and infiltrators are hell bent. I wanna tie them up and make them repent. And then find out by whom they were sent. These days they seem all out. And if you know payday, you know he's balls out. Alex Jones, he can't stand criticism. And I don't trust him as far as I can spit it in him. That's the way it's gotta be. Until we know the details of the Council for National Policy. I can only take a stab at it. But what I do know is their agenda's very elaborate. So who the fuck can we trust? When it comes down to the grizzle, my nizzle, I'm ready to bust. Till the clip is empty. These days, I don't even trust General Salente. Every time we come, we'll see these haters want to stop it. But we don't give a fuck, you know, we'll always dodge and duck it. Rising up above it. See us at the summit, left them off in the dust when we bust off like a comet. Every time we come, we'll see these haters want to stop it. But we don't give a fuck, you know, we'll always dodge and duck it. Rising up above it. See us at the summit, left them off in the dust when we bust off like a comet. We in the middle of a war and I got a mission Exposing these hoses, controlled opposition Listen, I ain't hating a dissing I'm just trying to expand your vision For real, it's sick men, the conditions we live in They trying to transform the planet to a prison And most of these sheep is halfway asleep Sitting in their living rooms, watching their televisions Yeah, but some of us is different We read the newspapers thinking who the fuck they kidding We hate these politicians and it doesn't really matter If their last name is Bush Obama or Clinton We saw the Twin Towers and we thought demolition The powers that be said Well you gotta get them You can tell them anything to make them feel like victims So long as Jesuits and Zionists are never mentioned Every time we come we'll see these haters wanna stop it But we don't give a fuck you know we'll always dodge and duck it Rising up above it See us at the summit left them off in the dust When we bust off like a comet Every time we come we'll see these haters wanna stop it But we don't give a fuck you know we'll always dodge and duck it Rising up above it See us at the summit left them off in the dust when we bust off like a comet I don't know where we're headed I don't know where to go Just listen to your intuition Follow the flow uh -oh. This world is just so crazy Be still inside your soul This world keeps spinning Spinning out of control Intel flow Now's the time for you to make a decision You let the stress cloud your vision Or you listen to your intuition Quit your vision about the position you live in you always start to worry wherever you go, thinking everyone you know 
is Tell Pro. You gotta turn up the beat when we're speaking to it. We gotta keep it fresh, keep it prudent. This is the freedom movement. Be the teacher, be the student. Learn the language and then speak it fluent. Communicate and reach them through it. It's election season, all the candidates prepare to win. It's all lies, I see smoke in the air again. Your chance of getting me to vote is very thin. You're better off selling beef jerky to a broke vegetarian. So I don't know why they try and persist. I'd rather hear another lie from this by a Zionist scientist. Every time we go, see these haters wanna stop it. But we don't give a fuck, you know, we'll always dodge and duck it. Rising up above it. See us at the summit, left them off in the dust when we bust off like a comet. Every time we come, we'll see these haters wanna stop it. But we don't give a fuck, you know, we'll always dodge and duck it. Rising up above it. See us at the summit, left them off in the dust when we bust off like a comet. Friday nights at 7 o'clock on RazRadioLive.com. It's one of America's most popular radio programs. It's the LRWS. Don't believe us? Just ask Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban. People are allowed to be morons. They're allowed to be stupid. They're allowed to think idiotic thoughts. So during your Friday night plans, make sure that you take Lawrence Ross, Thomas Lakeman, and Matt Davis with you. Dumb Florida morons. Make sure you give these guys a call at 941-421-0401. Get off the phone with the Iraqi prick. That number again is 941-421-0401. They drive me fucking nuts over here, Chief. It's the LRW. US each and every Friday evening. It's the rise of the chemicals. They gotcha. This tyranny is medical. Who shot ya? Military generals masqueraded your doctor. Pills become bullets, then they poison your water. A pharmaceutical army built to slaughter. Torment and mass come for your wife and your daughter. Whoa. Now what? Here they come for the guns. And God and demons disguised as priests and nuns. Time to run. With no place to go except Honduras. With a man called Torto Jones. Stolen bones. Indeed, the skies with robot drones. Check the infrared radar for UFOs. Silver and gold. Behold, the weather's controlled. By genetically modified hybrid clones. Girls and bunkers with subjects under mind control. Injected and observed in the combat zone. Now come on. It's the chemtrail skies. It's the
I'm in a studio now that has guitars and some kind of UV light that'll fuck your face up if you look at it and turn it on. The smartest, most handsome on-air personalities. Price of liberty is, is ugly. It's not, it's not very pretty. You're not very pretty. We don't talk about religion. So uh, we're actually God's chosen people. So they are the chosen ones. I know this. One, I think yeah. the Christians think that you killed their savior. And we're always respectful to women. When they invent the perfect artificial vagina, the broads are out of business. Lobster dinners, the diamond market—it's all going belly up. <laughs> and smart, well-informed callers. Buzzy, where are you? You sound like you're Creole or some shit. Where do you crawl out of Baton Rouge? What's what the fuck, son? I'm a mile. Hey, you better watch your mouth now. Talk about an owl like that. I'll slap the dog you like. That's the Joe Show, Thursday, six to nine on Raz Radio Live, Salty Talk Radio, and PopRockGames.com.
Are you ready for this? Cause it's the first 52 Listen up if you wanna survive the ride Tune in the truth might change your life The simple power of truth One word rock the nation RazRadioLive.com It's the first 52 Saturday night conspiracy facts It's the first 52 with your host Sean Raz The simple power of truth Join the conversation RazRadioLive.com It's the first 52 The IC's in charge Time to listen up Real talk mixed with music Meant to wake you up. The simple power of truth. Join the conversation. RazRadioLive.com. It's the first 52. That's your opinion. Bring your facts today. He packs the pain. Foretold Jones's name. It's the simple power of truth. Join the conversation. RazRadioLive.com. It's the first 52. Uncensored, uncut, and live. Truth talk with guests that might help you survive. It's the simple power of truth. Join the conversation. See through the lies of the manipulation. Listen up if you want to survive the ride. Tune in, the truth might save your life. The simple power of truth. One word, rock the nation. RazRadioLive.com. It's the first 52. Oh, I know you all love hearing the sound of that music. That means it is Saturday night. It's the first 52 live on RazRadioLive.com. It's uh, 12 2014 five days from Christmas. Hope you all uh, are ready for that boondaggle, that boonani, that mess of things that we're going to have to deal with. Uh, it's, it's a good time. It's a, it's a great time of the year. Uh, it's time when, when you really, you know, get with your family and you enjoy your friends. And, you know, that that's the most important part of it. Although the presents are a good thing, too, I guess, you know. I'm not a religious person, and, and honestly, if you really look at the history of... Uh, of Christmas, there's really no religion to it. Uh, and Salty covered that earlier this week, so I hope you heard that. If you didn't, you check it out. He always posts his, uh, his uh, what do they call them, story times. Uh, and he did a really good one on, on the history of Christmas. So as we move into this evening, uh, I do want to mention and recognize, you know, we, we see all this stuff going on in the world right now. We see... Uh, we see protests going on like crazy. We've got, you know, madness going on in overseas. And I, I want to recognize that it's, it's a, a sad place we live in when we watch people get killed. And I, my new hashtag, you're going to see it a lot, is All Lives Matter. And unfortunately tonight, um, two law enforcement officers were shot and killed. That's not what we want to see happen. That's not what we're looking to have. It's not... It's not the right thing. You know, it, it, that's not how we're going to solve these problems. What is going on with this thing here? <clears throat> uh, it's just not how we're going to solve these problems. We can't have uh, vigilante, vigi, vigilante justice. We need the proper accountability. And the problem is, is that we're not seeing that accountability. That's why these things are happening still. Because we're not seeing the proper accountability where it's needed. When somebody breaks the law, it doesn't matter who they are, they need to be held accountable. Whether it be a cop, whether it be a, a civilian. And, and my heart goes out to the, to the family of those officers killed today. Um, another crazy man, he knew what he had planned, he knew what he wanted to do. And he did it. And that's, uh, that's a sad day. That's a really sad thing. 
Uh, there's children probably that don't have a father now. There's wives that don't have husbands. Whatever it be. So remember, that's not the way to solve this problem that we have. And I don't, I don't call for anybody to do that. Now, if you're defending yourself in a, in a, in a proper, acceptable way, well, you know, there is a time that you might have to do that. If they're breaking in your house unjustly, then yeah, we, we know there's laws in states that allow you to, to shoot a police officer if they enter your house improperly without a warrant, doing these no-knock raids. I know there's a lot of people out there right now who are cheering it. Uh, and that's, that's bothersome. That bothers me that, that the mentality of, of the people in this country are, uh, you know, cheering the death of people. We shouldn't be cheering the death of anyone. Ever. Anyone. You all might want to say, oh, how about Osama bin Laden? Well, no. We don't want people to die. We don't want people to do bad things. And, of course, we all know Osama bin Laden died in 2001 anyway, not by this guy running around trying to say he did it. That's a whole other story in itself. So, you know, and, and we're moving into a new year. We're going to have some changes here at the station, and, and we'll see where things go. I think we're going to have some good podcasts uh, that will be played in my time slot. Uh, and I hope you guys enjoy them when that comes down. Don't know who or what exactly yet, but it's going to be good. But anyway, let's get ahead with tonight. Uh, we've got the four-toted one back with us again. He's not running around playing uh, playing around with people. <laughs> I mean, partying? Yeah, partying, having a good old time. I could have been, but I just chose to do the show. Uh, well, that's very nice of you. I appreciate that, Dave. <laughs> very nice of you. I can't get my freaking Sam to stop playing music. <laughs> uh, go figure, right? Reboot. <laughs> you think we've been doing this for two years, you think it would get it done already? Uh, yeah, well, you know, I didn't have any problems last weekend, and um, I'm wondering if my son hit a button on the keyboard over there. Threw Lexi's headphones down on the keyboard earlier. Really? Yeah, and uh, it tends to change things sometimes. So I'm wondering <laughs> what got changed in my settings. Yeah, that's what. No, did that do it? I got it. There we go. All right, cool. Yeah, he he had the button pressed on something over there that was uh, causing it to loop music. <laughs> anyway, so how was your week, Dave? Fabulous. I actually worked full time this week. Full time. Yeah. Better watch. And it was only. It was actually only 32 hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all it takes to be thir- uh, full-time anymore is 32, I believe, isn't it? No, I think it's like 36. But I, but I, what I was supposed to work full-time. It was actually a day that I had to go home early because, oddly enough, I was in a little bit of pain. Uh, but you it was... Uh, it, it, what? You in pain now. Yeah, well, it was, it was a significant amount. I, I don't want to talk about that. But anyway, um, having a good time at work, uh, being out there, just being social and not being home and not drinking and... Not getting bored and you know not reading these fucking things. I'm I'm a much happier person in the last couple of months. I hate to say it's because it's work, but because uh, it's going to end soon. It's but, keeping uh, you away from everything going on. You're not paying attention to the craziness of the world. Right. I'm staying off of Facebook more, and uh, even when I do post shit on Facebook, it's more. You know, like today is you know I, I went bicycle riding. You know? <laughs> yeah, pictures from your bike ride. I saw you post <laughs> pictures of your bike yesterday when you were fixing it. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway. Well, I'm also having a good, you know, because I got two things. Uh, I bought a new cell phone, and I got the bike. So I'm, like, playing with both of them. Are these your Christmas gifts for yourself? Is that what those were? Sure. Sure? (laughs) (laughs) I bought myself some Christmas gifts. So, uh, you know, I think uh, we're probably on opposite spectrums here on this next one, Dave. Um, 
and I don't want to get. Oh, I got. I guess I kind of do want to get into it really heavily because I think it's. Even though some people are calling it the dis- a distraction, I think there's something to be seen in the whole uh, the interview hack, uh, this whole Sony hack. Uh, I <laughs> North Korea did it. They 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 did it. Yes, they did it. No, North Korea did not do it, and I don't believe that. Um, they can't keep the electricity on overnight. Yeah, yeah. They're not hacking into anything. Uh, I, they can't get a rocket off the ground. You know, I just I don't see it being them. Um, I, I'm going. I have put out the inside job type uh, type uh, sentiment, and I don't necessarily you know as when we say inside job, it's just saying it wasn't what was really done it wasn't what's being said to us um there's been some reports i don't know if you've seen the reports that there was some meetings prior to this event with the cia and the executives of sony uh, apparently there was one scene at a uh, a basketball game with uh, one of the uh, one of the one of the sony guys um i got that article it's off the radar online and it says, Crisis Talk, CIA agent's secret meeting with Sony executive re- revealed in leaked doc emails. So this actually was in some of the emails uh, that they pulled this information from. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of makes me start questioning now. We work with the Hegelian dialectic. We all know what that is. Or I'd like to believe we all know what that is, problem, reaction, solution. You know, we create a problem to get a reaction so we can provide the solution. Not we meaning me, we meaning the government or the the power elite. So, what could be wanted from this? Why why would they do that? Why would Sony either allow a hack, produce a hack, or have the CIA hack them? Well, what could we get? What what, what could the government want from that? Well, let's see here. Gives us a reason to go after North Korea. Oh, and of course, Iran and uh, China and Russia were apparently assisting in this hack. Well, I'll tell you what the end game is. If you, well, I'll let you go. And we're I'll... getting to the end game. So, right. so uh, now we've got the ability to to go after these these three or four bad guys that we've been trying to go after for years anyway. Uh, so that that that's part of the end game for the government. What else could be part of the end game for the government? Well, what have they been trying to do for years now? What 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 do they want us doing anymore? Well, net neutrality. You know, control of the Internet. So they've given an excuse now to really push it because the First Amendment has been attacked by a foreign country. And now we need to secure our Internet to ensure that this doesn't happen again. Well, then you might say, well, why would Sony be willing to give up the, I don't know, $30 million to make the movie and $100 million in advertising? Well... I don't know if anybody saw the article earlier this week that came out that said maybe the Super Bowl could possibly be suspended uh, because or canceled because uh, they're, they're supposed to be re... I forget the name of the bill exactly, but there's some bill that provides terrorism insurance. Uh, the government subsidizes it and backs it up. Uh, well, they, they might not continue that. So the Super Bowl might not be able to go, along, go on because there's no terrorism insurance. But guess what? Sony has insurance for the loss that they're going to have. So the well, re- that, they get to write it off as well. They like it when certain things are, are, are in the loss column because it balances out the profits and they get to write all this shit off but yet still make it an exorbitant amount of money. Right, and there's some rumors floating around that a lot of the people inside of Sony said the movie sucked. It was horrible. It wasn't going to be any good. It was going to be a flop. So let's let's take it, you know, let's take one for the team. 
we can uh, push you know internet censorship we can get net neutrality going and uh you know hey the government's happy then because we can start attacking or or uh yeah but see that's never going to fly and here's the reason why is because there are there are many people such as myself who are technically adept at these things and i know that it was sony's fault for leaving a vulnerability out you know uh the bigger the company is the more prone to a hack it is because it, it is such a logistical nightmare to try to figure out a way to secure the network because nobody wants security they want convenience so when the IT guys say hey I want to do this or I think we should do this because there's this threat and they're like no 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 well, 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 well can I not access that with my iPhone or my iPad or whatever and they're like no you can't because you have to you have to do a second step and like nope don't want it and these are the things that they do to, oh, God, if I could tell you what this, this company that I'm working for now, holy shit. It's a farm. It's a compounding pharmacy. Right. right? They make the drugs on site. Right, right. Yeah, for special and, makes, for special drugs needed or special well, it, dosage right, levels and stuff like that. Right. It's direct. It, it's, it's in the hospital complex. So it's direct to bed um, medication. Right. You know, they don't even have to, you know, the, they don't have to leave. They, they <laughs> It's right in the next building. Um they're they're wireless. They have everything on one network. Their wireless is so easy. I told them I was like, I could hack this in four minutes from the parking lot, and I can get all the information because nothing is uh, secure. It's not HIPAA compliant. It's not PCI compliant. It's not none of this shit. And this is the way companies are. You know, it's not the first time. Wellcare was was a similar way. Well, it's it's you know cost effective for them and and uh, ease, and they don't expect you know what what's somebody going to hack into there for is what they're going through their mind. I mean, seriously, uh, did you really think uh, Sony would be a reason to hack for a movie? You know, uh, what are you going to get from there other than some gossip? You know, it's not you're not going to get world you know right. uh, uh, government figures from there. You're not going to get anything that's going to you know cause massive security leaks for the government through Sony or or through the hospital, uh, well, maybe the hospital. You know, you can get some people's medical records and different right. things like that. So, right, you can get you can get credit card information, all, all these medical records, things that we hold dear, are out in the open in this fucking place. Fortunately, you know, nobody knows how vulnerable they are, so hopefully, nobody's scanner. But uh, another thing with with Sony is um, there are their movies get. Uh, out all the time because of screener DVDs and shit like that. So there, I can go. Well, the Pirate Bay was just taken down a couple weeks ago, but I have another source to download movies. Right. And, and um, like this, I download. I downloaded some shit. I typically here's the thing: as I'm somewhat ethical when it comes to downloading movies, is I'll wait till the DVD comes out and then I'll download. It, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's your ethical end of it. You'll still steal it, but you'll you'll wait till no, it's I'm not out. Stealing, I'm not stealing anything. I'm downloading. Right? Oh, okay. I'm downloading that's something that's free and open, and I'm not I'm not taking something away from somebody else. I am just copying it. Um, but I do it for two reasons. One, because then I know it's a DVD copy, and you know somebody wound up buying it, and it's also really good. I've seen you know movies that that have little numbers on the bottom because it's a screener copy. Like, right. And I don't like the, I don't like that shit. I'll just wait till the real movie comes out and then I'll then I'll download. Well, it. you know what somebody told me last night. I didn't even I, I I didn't try it, but she showed it to me on her phone. Uh, if you go to YouTube and just type in 2014 movies, you can get almost all the movies full length on YouTube. Hmm. Which I had no clue. She showed me. They she had a Maleficent or Maleficent or whatever the hell it's called. Mal- on Mal- there. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I downloaded that one also. <laughs> that's actually a good movie. I, we took Mikey to see that in the theater. That was a good movie. Somebody told me that. It was actually that, that girl that I kind of still like. 
but girl, I kind of still like. All right, yeah, so well, it, that, that's going up and down. So you know, so uh, CIA meeting with Sony prior with a, a month prior to this thing happening. Um, the, the immediate focus on a country that you know I really just don't believe has a they 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 show these these videos of like you know forty fifty people sitting in a room at computers saying that this is the hacking bank for North Korea. You'd think if North Korea was doing that, they'd be a lot further along than they are. Uh, First of all, there are so many ways to obfuscate where, where your hacks are coming from. There's no if 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 if. <laughs> North Korea hacked it, and they had, they had the uh, brains to hack something. They'd also have the brains to obfuscate it and go be the proxy server or hack into somebody else's thing or get it, you know, pay some Russian uh, guy that's got uh, drones because a lot of these, all this malware is all, you know, robots that you, can, you could hire. You could hire this, this massive amount of computers that, you know, have all these viruses on there that the, it can direct it at one spot. It's... It, there is so such an easy way to make sure that you're, you could hide your tracks. And, and I read the article today, and the cops say it's conclusive proof that it was um, them because uh, of the techniques used were similar to something that they used a while ago. Like, really? That's your proof? That shit wouldn't even hold in a court of law. Are you fucking kidding me? And the FBI says that? Well, the FBI says a lot of things that doesn't make any, th- any sense. It happens constantly. Yeah, I mean, it, how- it, it, there's a reason, and they're pushing their fear-mongering, and uh, they want everybody afraid again, you know? Uh, just a reminder, we got Su- uh, Susanna Posel up at uh, 10 o'clock tonight. I know you enjoy having her on, Dave. I don't know what we're going to talk about with her. I told her, uh, you know, let's see where we're at come Saturday. We'll, mm-hmm, right. we'll decide what we're going to talk about then. I think that's pretty much the best way to do it anymore. So much changes. Unfortunately, right. I do have a lot of uh, law enforcement in front of me, but I'm trying to... I, you know, in light of what happened today, I don't want to uh, get too bad with it. Uh, just, just out of respect. I know that sounds crazy because we're always pushing on it. Uh, but I think with what happened, uh, yeah, we could take a break. Yeah, you know, and I've been, I've been on that so much recently. It's so hard not to anymore. It's just right there in your face. Uh, this yeah. whole Cuban deal. <clears throat> uh, last week, I know you didn't hear the show, but I read this whole long article last week about how the U.S. co-opted ch- uh, Cuba's hip hop scene to spark change and revolution. Uh, basically went in and and they were using CIA and and different fronts um, to start like a youth revolution through music. Imagine that mm-hmm. <laughs> something they're fighting here in our country. They're trying to do in another country. Right. And then all of a sudden this week we see this you know this the deal made with Cuba uh, that that we'll be able to you know bring back a hundred dollars worth of cigars and five hundred dollars worth of goods and travel there again finally legally. Uh, which I'm, I'd like to go to Cuba one day. It's a beautiful country from what I've seen of it. Yeah, uh, you know, and, uh, and it's only ninety miles away. Yeah, well, from the tip, of, yeah, from the Keys. So in other words, it's like an hour and a half flight. You know. Yeah, or a four or five hour boat ride from here. <laughs> right. I mean, honestly, you know, be honest with it. Uh, so there's a lot of questions on that as to uh, why it's done, why why this is going down. I know they've. As soon as it went down, they they started to do extra because now we can extradite from there. They'll, they'll agree to extradite people, and there's a cop killer. Um, I, apparently, I guess it's a Tupac's mom or something. She mm-hmm. killed a cop in Jersey back in the seventies and really? ran to Cuba, or was it seventies? I think it was the seventies, and has been hiding out in Cuba ever since. Uh, and now, as soon as this went through, they started extra, extradition processes on her. And that, I've learned, is why a lot of the Cuban-Americans in Miami and, and that region are so upset, because it also means 
that Cuba can extradite back to them from us. So hmm. wonder if that was part of the reasoning to it. I don't know. I haven't really followed it too much. I, I think it's a fuck you to Russia. Another fuck you to Russia. Why do you say that? Because it's 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 like Russian property. Uh, in in the last Cold War, uh, you know, or in the '60s, and the reason why you know uh, the whole Operation Northwoods thing was created was because um, R- Russia was able to park nukes in Cuba. Right. You know, and not only that. Cuba's communist, you know. So it's Cuba, uh, Russia, and China. Um, they're all buddies, and the fact that we're kind of like budding up to, you know, their 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 neighbor or you know one of their boys is just gonna it's gonna start rattling rustling feathers again. As long same thing with you know what's gas now? Fucking a barrel like fifty five dollars a drum? Uh, yeah, somewhere around there, and they're expecting it to go to as low as forty. Yeah, and. Forty to fifty percent of uh, Russia's GDP is from oil, so we are directly hurting oil. Now, if you remember in the past, um, when the price of fuel started to go down, what did OPEC do? Oh, they they stopped production, right? They cut which production. they haven't done. They they're actually yeah. amping it up right now. Exactly, and so because well, uh, I, I believe we talked about this a month and a half ago, maybe two months ago, with uh, info. Uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. I, I think even before we had info on, we talked about it that that this whole thing with the, with the oil starting to drop back then, and that was when we were still at three something a gallon, was right. to affect Russia, China, and right. Syria. And now there's these new relations with you know Russia's boy might start shit some more. You know, you never know. You never know. You why never can't we know. just why you know? I wish as a nation we could just worry about ourselves. And let everybody else do their own shit and just worry about ourselves. How about we just go back to what John Lennon said, you know, uh, no, was it, I forget the, 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 the exact verbiage, but it basically was no country, no religion. Everybody just gets along because we're all together. There's no barriers anymore. You know, like, like I make the, 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 the example that, you know, here in the 50 states, Florida's not fighting Georgia. You know, we're not fighting anybody. We we make fun of each well, other. Now we got ca- now well now we got Colorado getting fought by uh, who was it? I, Nebraska? I yeah, I forget the two states that are right. that are fighting uh, suing yeah. Colorado because they got legal weed. Right, but that's not going to work. They're using the uh, supremacy clause, which is not for you know what they're saying it's for. And actually, the supremacy clause is brought up a lot. That's not true. Right. Well, I I, I agree with that. Plus. Each state has the right to do its own thing. You don't want it in your state. Get better patrols on your borders and stop it from coming in. Exactly. Tenth Amendment. Yeah. It goes right to the to the same issue with the border. You don't want people coming in? Stop, you know, making rules and, and doing stupid shit. Go secure the border. If that's right now, of course, I'm, you know how we feel about that, how I feel about that. Right. But if that's what you want, that's what you got to do. You protect yourself. Don't right. worry about what your neighbor's doing. Worry about what you have to do to protect yourself and your citizens. Exactly. You know, we're getting to the point. Where, oh, that that uh, that uh, what was it that you uh, the uh, the feds easing up on uh, the restrictions? Well, no, it's Congress isn't going to fund uh, the DEA for doing their raids on things for it, a it, year it, or so, right? Yeah, that that's just that's that's blowing smoke up your ass. That's all it's doing. I think we're getting close to. I think that's the first test run to see how it goes down and if they'll be able to. Uh, it's going to have to be legal soon. They're going to have to give it to us soon enough. Now with all they don't the, have to give me shit. <laughs> well, they don't have to give me shit either. But they, they're going to have to allow us to have it without us worried about going to jail every two seconds. You know what I did the other day? 
What did you do the other day, Dave? That whole, the night that I was at uh, last week at uh, Scott's going away party. Right. I was at this bar called the Ale and Witch, and I was packing the whole time. Now, normally you hang out outside, right? Right, where I'd be legal, uh, but it was too cold. So I just, I was like, "Fuck it, I'm not walking back to the car." I had, six hours, I was in the bar with a fucking gun. Well, as long as you don't pull it out, you don't have to worry. I well, isn't that the way it always is? Don't as long as you don't pull it out, you don't have to worry. But yet, I'm not allowed. I'm not supposed to be in that bar. I'm not supposed to be in an airport, which I brought guns to the airport. I probably have gone on school grounds with with a gun. Um, there was a big discussion about that today, or the other day. I heard. Um, about going to school with with a gun, meaning like you know, if I got to drive my kid to school, I'm not going to carry my gun to drive him to school. I heard the very same. Uh, who was was that? Uh, I think it was on Cowhead. I think. Yeah, it was Cowhead or Calta. Calta I, I heard the exact same clip, and I'm I'm yelling at the fucking radio, uh, was, <laughs> because the lawyer that he has on is always like he's always. Um, I'm going to err on the side of caution, and a guy called up and cited if you're in your conveyance which means his car, then that's your domicile. So you could be on public, you could be on school property, but it could be in your car, and you're legit. And the lawyer was still like, I wouldn't recommend you do that. Right. I'm like, you, because you're a fucking pussy lawyer. Yeah, well, that's what he's got to say, because, you know, if, if he right. says, oh, go ahead and do it, and then you get in trouble for it, you know, you're going to come back and go, hey, what the hell? Well, you got me in trouble, dude. I'm going to see your ass now. Aside from that, lawyers are are officers of the court. When you go into a courtroom, like, if I were to take this fucking stupid speeding ticket to court, guess who I face? I face a judge who's paid for by tax dollars. I face a, a DA who's paid for by tax dollars. I face a cop who is paid for by my tax dollars. And let's say I was I hired a, a lawyer, right? While he's paid by me, he's allowed to work because of the uh, of the uh, the the courts. He they could bar disbar them. They could censure him. They could do all kinds of shit if if he starts saying the things that they don't like. Whereas, you know, this is the reason why... Oh, I can't believe I'm going... It didn't take me very long. Go ahead. <laughs> you might as well get it on now, because we've got Susanna in the next hour. I wasn't, I wasn't even planning on doing this rant, but this is the reason why I don't like doing shows anymore, because it doesn't take me long to fucking... Get right up. Right up. <laughs> right. Go ahead. What were you saying? Well, it's just the whole system is designed to fuck you. You know, why is it that I got to pay this lawyer and walk into the to the court and the court controls the lawyer, but I got to pay him? Or let's just say I, I got you know one of those court appointed lawyers. Um, they're only there to get the process moving along. They're not interested in my innocence. Nobody is. They they want to the lawyers. They want to churn shit up. Ah. Well, that goes down to the whole. You know, if you're if you're innocent, just cooperate with the cop and let him arrest right. you and go deal with it in the courts. Well, guess what? Not everybody wants to shell out a shit ton of money every right. time a cop mistakenly arrests you uh, or accuses you of something you haven't done. And, and that's why people are, are getting to the point where they're standing up against it now. You know, Gardner's... Yeah, we see what happens. Yeah, you know? Gardner's a perfect example. He had had it. He was done. He didn't want to play their game anymore. Uh, and now there's... Uh, there's a story that has come out recently. Um, no, that, that actually came out the day after the, that they were harassing him. The harassing him for for, uh, for I, I don't cigarettes. have it. No, 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 no. There's a whole other story here. Um, shit, where do I have that at? Uh, hold on, I got it right here. I didn't open it up for some reason. I don't. Don't ask me why. <clears throat> but going back, I'll, I'll go to that in a second here. But going back to what you're saying about uh, being part of the system. Um, you know, there was a judge recently that that got special treatment for a DUI and actually got out mm -hmm. of a DUI. Mm -hmm. um, it was in San Antonio, Texas. Last month, a judge who pleaded for special treatment during her DUI arrest had her case dismissed and has been able to keep her job. 
Mm-hmm. Go imagine. I'm curious what what happened to that uh, Pinellas cop or the uh, St. Pete cop that got DUI last weekend? Did you see that? Yeah, one? from Tampa. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that'll be washed away, or maybe not. Because actually, because it was a St. Pete cop in Tampa, so it's a it's a you know two different counties. Right. Um, I'm sure that there'll be some backroom deal somewhere along the line. And you know what? Let's be honest. I'm kind of happy with that. Let's all right. Let, let's let them get away with it, and then we could bring that up. Hey, listen, you guys let this guy away, can't you? you know, I'll do the same thing. I'm a good guy. Let me, let me, let me go. Because I'm not for one of those things that wears. Like when I when when cops get busted with drugs, right? I'm like, let them go. Because I don't want to be busted for drugs, so I don't want them to be busted for drugs. Well, but if we're going to be, shouldn't they be also? I mean, that's part of the problem. They're not no. held to the same standards we are. Well, yeah, that's they if they're going to run around and enforce laws on us, then they True. should you know, face the same consequences when when they break a law that we would face. True, but it, but if you get through this this thought process, like yeah, it should be legal. It shouldn't. You shouldn't have to deal with this. You, you're on your own time. Do whatever you got to do. You know, let him do what he wants to do. You know, because I'm sure. You know, probably being a cop is probably not fun. You know. No, I, I wouldn't think so. I I right. wanted to be one at one time. I would not. I'll tell you what. I I would not become a cop this day and age. Well, I was just talking to Silent Bob over here uh, beforehand. I was like, if I was physically fit, I probably would go to be a cop because. Instead of walking the walk or talking shit, I'd rather do it. You know, let me go out and try to be the best peace officer I could be. But I'd be fired in a month because I, I'd, I'd have no tickets. I'd give, I wouldn't give anybody a fucking ticket. You know, I'd pull people over like, "Hey, man, your brake lights out." That's all. I'm just writing this down. Go, you know, go get slow it down fixed. a bit here, would you? Come on now. Yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. It's the kids are out. Blah blah blah. You know, just you know, take it easy. Um, but I would, I would be the coolest cop. And if I came up on a, a scene, you know, where there was an issue, I would do my best to try to smooth things out i don't want to take people to jail but that's their job now is to take people to jail to try to figure out ways of taking people to jail so the the story of- that's they're incentivized to do that because that's how they rise up to the ranks is how many arrests they have right and it, how many and, tickets and, and, they write how many right. prosecutions they get through and yada 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 i know right well the the uh <clears throat> the eric gardner uh thing i wanted to talk about here the headline or the the byline i would really say he was killed because eric was a black man i i i wouldn't really say he was killed because eric was a black man it's due to the fact that they stole money from him and refused to give him his money and he filed charges against him so apparently gardner had filed charges against that specific cop that chokeholded him or whatever we want to call it submission hold as some mm-hmm. people are trying to say it is uh, because he, they were harassing him and, and just taking his money and sending him on his way. So, if this no turns out to be true, that's that's uh, that's going to be a pretty big thing. I really think that's going to make a big difference here. Oh yeah. Well, I don't think it'll go anywhere. You know. Let me see here. I'm going to put this over here because I can't play it there, and I'm going to play this little bit of audio for you, Dave. This is the interview with. Uh, Benjamin Carr, who is Gardner's father, <clears throat> who is the one who is alleging this, apparently. Bring, I guess you gotta turn that up too, don't you, Sean? <laughs> when the police knew that he couldn't breathe, he was steady choking him. And all the time he knew he wanted to do what he wanted to do with Eric. Because, due to the fact, when they told him that, um, Eric, oh, Eric they would stop the fight. Any person can see it's not about the fight. 
It's a personal matter. And even today, I'd like to know what that personal matter is. And now I see. He knew what he was going to do when he came to him. He started choking him. And then they're going to find him not guilty? I don't understand it. Do you think it had anything to do with that Eric was a black man? Well, I can't really say, I wouldn't really say it was because that was a black man. And due to the fact they stole money from him and refused to give him his money. And he filed charges against him. This is why they had a bandana against him. And what? A bandana? Yeah. And refused to give him his money. And he filed charges against him. So that if this can be proven at all, uh, which people are looking into it, that's going to be a, a big part of of uh, increasing the violence that we're going to see. Yeah, I'm not I'm not looking forward to see what. I after I found out about that, I texted my son. I was like, "Don't go into the city anymore." And I texted Ben too because he was in the, uh, the the airport here in Tampa. I was like, "Yeah, don't 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 talk about that shit. Don't." <laughs> Don't get in the middle of it. Although Cynthia, yeah. who might join us in the third hour, she was at a protest yesterday and was yeah, really you know distraught what? by some of the things that were said and some of the things she saw uh, from the pro cop side. I'm going to say I'm going to go out on a limb here and say she's not going to be calling it in light of what happened this afternoon. Uh, it's just I don't think she's going to call in. Yeah, it must be. I see. I'm glad where I live because I don't have to deal with that shit directly. You know, I sit here and I, I get behind my microphone and I post my articles that I read and. I, I don't I don't experience it here fortunately and uh yeah. I'll, I'll keep it that way thanks very much you, you know the Tampa police are actually pretty cool as well you know uh despite the fact that I just recently got a speeding ticket um but uh they're all right you know they're all right they don't really bust my balls uh the one or two interactions that I've had with cops uh you know I, I actually talked to them about guns you know, whereas if I, I, I told this one cop, because he, he had a Glock, I said, you should try the uh, Springfield Armory 9. I was like, that's what I got upstairs. And I went and got it for him. <laughs> when was this? This is when my car got stolen. It was about six, seven years ago. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I mean, we are, we're all, I, I, I don't know how many times I have to say this, and I've been saying it for years. Um, that's the other thing. All these people think I'm just jumping on these police brutality stories because, uh, hey, it's the thing to do now because... Uh, Hey, you know, uh, it's what everybody's talking about. You and I have been talking about this shit for three years. Yeah. Uh, we've been warning that it was going to end up where we're almost at right now. We've been right. saying it's going to lead to a, a, a small revolution. It's going to lead to violence. It's going to lead to protesting. It's going to lead to rioting. And uh, where are we? <laughs> yeah. Uh, shit, bad things are going to happen. I, uh, this is, this is, what happened today is not good. Um, and I, I, you you said you mentioned revolution. I would like to say, hey, look, man, let's just have an evolution. Let's let's just evolve beyond this. Let's let's realize the people. Again, I had a conversation with Silent Bob over here because he's got you know relatives in the in the force locally, and they're all cool people. You know, cops are kind of cool, um, or cops are people. It's when they it's when they put the fucking badge on uh, that they become dicks because it's the environment that makes you that way for the most part. You know, you're 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 rewarded for uh, Being capturing death. people. Yeah, you're, you're rewarded for making money for them, and you're rewarded for capturing. You know, g getting a high collar uh, rate. 
But meanwhile, you're going after the low-hanging fruit. You're getting fucking pot smokers and, you know, people that are fucking around their cars. And, you know, you're not going after... There's not a lot of people that are... The the, the cops aren't finding the people that broke into your house, you know, and stole your shit. They just basically... They give you a piece of paper that you wrote, oh, I had this TV stolen, this gold bracelet, blah, blah, blah. Here, you can submit this to your uh, insurance company. That's all they do. They don't go fucking finding your shit, you know? They don't go combing the fucking... um, Uh, pawn shops around here looking for shit? No, they don't. Absolutely. They they happen to find it sometimes on other things. uh, Or the pawn shop calls them and says, hey, this is kind of suspicious, come check it out, and then you might get lucky. As we know, you know, uh, that's the funniest thing, is law enforcement is is maybe 5% of the time actually stop a crime, if that. Right. Their job is to investigate crimes that have already been committed. Uh, Right. You know, so they've got to keep that in mind. What's your... uh, What's your angle on the uh, the T-shirt? Have you have you followed the uh, the Breathe Easy T-shirt? It, it doesn't surprise me because in a two thousand four or two thousand four two thousand eight RNC, uh, I think it was somewhere in the middle of the country. I guess it was two thousand eight. Um, they had put out shirts. Now this is either RNC or DNC, which you know they at that point they already had uh, free speech zones, right? So right. they had you know, but they had. T-shirts made that said "Waking up early to beat the crowds." Right. The, oh, for this, the cops. Right for the cops, because they they love beating the shit out of people. This you know I can breathe or I could breathe easy. Whatever it happens to be, it's just it's wiping your dick on the fucking drapes, man. The cops are so they are elite. They because they're protected by the you know they're the king's men. They're protected. They have. You know, a shield around them, right. and, and you know, aside from that, it's it's qualified immunity. They don't get in trouble for anything that they do on the job. Very rarely do they. I mean, we uh, see the no, they get fired. They don't get, well, in trouble. and then they go get a job rarely, somewhere else. Yeah. Right, right. Well, that cop in uh, Texas that beat the seventy-year-old guy, tased him and, and threw him on the ground. Did you see that yeah. video? I, I, yeah, I saw you post, and I I just didn't have the heart to watch it because shit like that pisses well, me off. Apparently, he got suspended and is going to be fired. Uh, from what I've gathered, from some of the mm-hmm. information I've seen, and uh, one of our one of our you know regular Facebook followers came and said, "Well, you know what? He got fired from there, and he'll probably be down here in my town working in a couple months." Yeah, you know, uh, or or the uh, the uh, union will get him his job back, and he'll get fucking back pay. Yeah, well, that's the same thing with uh, the guy that shot Brown Wilson. Mm-hmm. He he was fired from another department for brutality prior to that. I don't know mm-hmm. if you saw that or not, but yeah, he had a record of, of issues and was let go from another department and went and worked at another department and ended up killing somebody. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, the, the, my issue with the shirt is and it's not that they don't have the right to wear it. I think it's in bad taste. Mm-hmm. I think it's unprofessional. And mm-hmm. I, I think that in light of what's going on, they should not be trying to incite people, and that's going to incite people. You know, it's going to cause people to get angry. It's going to cause people to to want to get worse than what we're at now. And I, I think that that's my issue with it. I don't care that they wear the shirt. I mean, honestly, I can see where it's kind of amusing to to the other side of the fence. Mm-hmm. But I just I think it's unprofessional and um, just not right for them to hey, do well, it. The whole the whole thing is not right. No, that's true too. That is yeah. true too. I'll give you that. The whole thing is not right. I mean, just let, let, let's let's bring it down to right, here in Florida. There's a lot of uh, communities that have homeowner associations, right? And 
suppose like in this development that I live in right now, we all got all the neighbors got together and we hired a security guard to drive around to protect our, you know, just patrol our area here. Um, could you imagine him saying to us, hey, slow down there. Otherwise, you owe me money. Or, hey, uh, don't walk with that beer in your hand on the dock. You owe me money now. You'd be like, fuck you. Get out of here. You know, right, I'm paying your salary. Right. right, I'm gonna, right, exactly. I'm paying your salary. I'm going to hire somebody else who's, you know, who's protecting or is trying to trying to prevent crimes here, not invent them. And that's what law enforcement has, has become. They don't prevent anything. You know, everybody's under this false assumption that you know a law makes it so that it never happens. If that was the case, then we would have no more murder. We'd have no more rape. We'd have no pedophilia, and that shit is has not stopped if a law made it happen if a law stopped violence and stopped criminals uh those two cops wouldn't be dead in new york right now because you can't have a handgun in new york city exactly you know he came from baltimore right yeah well he just killed his uh, his girlfriend earlier in the day from what i understand from what i've been reading yeah it says that he was a felon on the run and had murdered his girlfriend earlier in the day early saturday Mm -hmm. morning so that dude was on a mission yeah yeah Yeah, he's like fuck it I, i i'm going down for this crime i might as well Peg these two others, you know. Yeah, and I've seen black men killed, so you know what? Before I kill myself, I'm going to take these two out with me. Right. You know, there's crazy people out there. There really are. You know, neither one of them are black. I read the, the the names of the officers. One seems to be Oriental or Asian, let's just say, and the other one was uh, Hispanic. I don't give a fuck co- what color you are. Yeah. All well, lives just, matter. All right, lives exactly, matter. Exactly, exactly. But the thing is, you know, he noticed he didn't. He Well, the thing is, he didn't pick out two black cops. Why would he pick out two black cops? Black cops didn't kill the black guys. And he was a black uh, guy. In Staten Island, there were no black cops there? Out of those well, eight people? the sergeant, there was a female sergeant that was a black lady. I know that. And the, the ones that did the assault. See, it doesn't really matter to me. I don't give it doesn't. A fuck right. Black, white. I, it's, it's, it's the cops against us. And, you know, and people, it's funny is you'll see people post on Facebook, you know, that this uh, white guy that was killed by a black cop. Where's the media now? And it's because the white people are fucking. We're we're afraid. We don't say shit. So what the thing is that they're they're pissed off that the black people say shit when they, when they get oppressed. Where we we just take it up the ass. Right. No, we, the, but, the cops told us to do it. It's okay. They're right, supposed right. to be there to do that. Oh god. Uh, yeah, I, I get so frustrated with some of the people out there on Facebook and Twitter land. Um, mm. You know, it's something. One of the stories that is getting big big press out in Ohio. Uh, but really isn't hitting it nationwide. And this is really out of the three cases at hand right now. Let, let's look at these three cases at hand. Brown, uh, Gardner, and uh, Crawford. Crawford is really the most disgusting, uh, absolute innocent person, no matter what, being killed. Uh, John Crawford was the boy in Walmart that was carrying the airsoft or mm-hmm, the BB mm-hmm. gun around. Right. You know, that he was purchasing there or just playing with it, whatever. Right. That one there, if you watch the security footage from the Walmart, there was no addressing him. The cops snuck around the corner and shot him. Right. You know, that's a major one. Yeah, that's a major one there. Right. They stalked that motherfucker. Just just like this dude today in New York or Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So there's been a lot of sit-ins there um, over, or they're calling them die-ins. Uh, mm-hmm. in, in Ohio, and today, I guess it got kind of ugly, and a cop backed into a 60- or 70-year-old woman, and they ended up handcuffing her and throwing her on the front of the car, and it was just Lovely. ugliness. I watched that video. They haven't gotten all the videos out. They only released a small clip so far. Uh, but that's the kind of shit that's causing these problems. You know, let us protest. Let us do our thing. 
Yeah. You know, it's you, called blowback. We are. We know what blowback yeah, is. Yeah, we've seen it from Al Qaeda and ISIS yeah. and all these other con- these units that we've developed right. and made. Anybody that oppresses somebody else is going to su- suffer blowback, one way or the other. You know, it's going to happen, and and this and we're watching it happen, and and it's not going to stop. How does that compound in Honduras sound now? Oh, it sounds great, dude. I'm so. I wish I had the money. I'd be there. Seriously, I'm ready. I'm so ready. Yeah. You know, um, I managed to fulfill a bunch of goals last year. You know, I'm, I'm debt-free, right? I just got debt-free last week. Right, um, I remember you telling me. Uh, what else did I do? Anyway, I got a bunch of... Oh, I got I, I got another line of income, right? I wanted to make money instead of just get the uh, Social Security check, uh, which I just got a raise, by the way. On Social Security? Yeah, like $15 <laughs> a month. What does it turn out to, like... Ten cents an hour. Hey, anyway, hey. it's fifteen dollars um, a month. So I was able to do that, and now I feel really good about myself. I'm like, I'm like, all right, now it's time to. I'm actually, I'm going to lead this into something else. Um, what was the core reason why I was saying this? I don't know. We haven't worked together in so long. I think we're both yeah. a little off tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And plus, and I, I don't like getting mad at the cops because it's so easy because that you know that's kind of my thing you know it's always been for me it's been pushing cops or it's been telling you about that that these fuckers are abusing us for years and uh now it's finally coming to a head and unfortunately this thing happens today and it just it's going to solidify uh the, the oppression and oh that's what i was going to say uh i my goal this year is to finally get the fuck out of this country i might do it just for a month just to see what if what it's like down there, I might fucking hate it, but I will, I will hopefully by September October I'll be somewhere in Latin America, reconning. Really, you really think this up. year is going to be the year? Well, everything's already paid for. Like it took me a year and a half to fucking pay back a, a lot of shit, you know, and get my stuff together and finally get my head above water. I mean, I just spent almost two thousand dollars in the last six weeks, you know, on a bicycle, phone, and a, and a new gun and. You know, hanging out and shit. Um, that's the reason why I have no money again today. But uh, yeah, so you know, I've got everything out of my system. You know, the only thing I may want to buy now is a motorcycle, but I'm not going to buy one. No, you, you don't know, need I'm a motorcycle, Dave. Please, no, no motorcycle for Dave. You're, if you're going out of the country, you don't need to buy a motorcycle. Buy it when you get out of the country. Right, right, right. Exactly. That's another <laughs> thing. It's like why buy one and when I'm when I might be gone soon. Um, uh, I'm gonna really fire some up here that should really get you going for uh, the last uh, four minutes here because we got to take a break because we got Savannah I, coming up. I did want to say something, but uh, go ahead, I don't know, wait say till, it. Go, go well, ahead, say I, it. Well, no, no. I, I just wanted to say that um, you know I, I want to be good this year. Like I want, I'm, I'm focusing on my happiness, and I want to do good for others. And something has come my way. You know how you always say, "Don't vote for the president; vote locally." You know, because you, you can control your own environment. And also, when you say if you want to donate to uh, somebody, donate to a local cause, find someone right to, to so that you can affect their lives. Um, and something has come across my way where I could help. And, you know, that's why I'm kind of talking about, or, and I want the Raz family and all the other people, but, um, Rob Revere, which we know of because, you know, friend of ours on our station. We've known him for a long time. Right. You know, he's, uh, he was on DC, you know, I met him from there and, uh, you know, Rob Stock. Rob uh, was one of the main people that helped start the station, believe it or not. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, he he he's the reason why you're streaming on the on the on the company that you're streaming with. I think we all got Sam broadcaster from him, uh, or at least he started that. So I, I've started. He needs his family needs a vehicle um, that all of the kids could fit in. 
so they were looking to get an old church van, and things for them right now are not going well. Uh, so I started a GoFundMe campaign, and you know I'm going to announce it here. Uh, I'll probably try to call in, and I'm going to put it on uh, certain Facebook pages. But this is this is going to be me doing something for other people. Um, and I, I started a church, and now I'm going to do something with it. And so if you go to fortojones.com, uh, it'll actually redirect you right to the uh, to the GoFundMe page. And actually, I should I was going to do it live on air, but I was going to make the first donation. I'll do that during the break. Um, but if you can. Five bucks. This is the difference between GoFundMe and Kickstarter. Is you're not getting anything for it. There's no. There's not going to be any right, t-shirts because you want to help somebody. That, right. You know, right. Exactly. Right. There, there. There's no. There's no campaign. There's no time frame. Um. And they get to keep all the money without you know whatever the um five percent or something. I think. From yeah. It's, it turns out to be like seven and a half percent because there's two people involved. Um. But yeah. Donate what you can. Uh, hopefully, you know, maybe by maybe soon we can get them something. You know, it's it's a, it's a it's a pretty it's 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 a pretty lofty goal. Um, but you know, it could take a while. You know, and I might it might be the one thing that gets me to call into shows now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got to get the the transportation for the tribe for Rob. I can definitely get behind that one, and uh, I would love to see everybody help him out. He's been a good yeah. guy. He's he's helped out a lot of people in his life. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know he needs help now. So if you can yeah. help him, throw him five bucks, three bucks, ten bucks, whatever you can 100, do, hundred bucks. But you're not getting anything for it. So right, other yeah, than don't. the good feeling that you've helped somebody out. Exactly. All right, thanks, man. Yeah, no problem. I won't do the <laughs> other one. I'll wait that for later. Uh, coming up in the next hour, we'll have Susanna Posel on with us. Uh, she's always fun to work with. She's very bubbly. Uh, I don't know what we're going to talk about with her, but I'm sure it's going to be very enlightening. Uh, she, she, uh, her site, uh, occupycorporatism.com, she's putting up great articles every day. Um, she's sending to me directly. She's posting. I, I, she's on our, on the Raz, uh, Raz radio page now as a, as a manager, and she's just going to be posting stuff there freely. Uh, so make sure you check out her stuff, and we'll see what she's got to stay, got to say after the break. Look at my crayon. Hold on. What am I supposed to say? What am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> What's your name again? Sean Rand. Four Toad and Lexi. Oh, I mentioned Four Toad? Sure. Oh. Four Dave. Dave. <laughs> hey, it's always great to be on the first 52 with Sean Rand, Four Toad and Lexi. You know, I think that sounds like shit. What am I, give me a script here. Come on. I can't do this. You're putting me on, under pressure. Bob, don't worry about it here. And uh, Dr. Bob. <laughs> Dr. Bob, yeah. Dr. Bob Tuscan. It's Bob Tuscan, and you're listening to The First 52 on Raz Radio with my buddies Sean Raz and Lexi Raz and that guy Forto.
before me, I've died inside. But from my rebirth, I see with brand new eyes. The media lies, the government spies. Free world controlled by devils in disguise. The television flickers and breaks to hypnotize. As retained by the picture, MSG supersize. Another mother cries for her son's lost life. Political greed breeds another genocide. No choice is left. Stand up and fight. Divided we fall, but united we survive. Now it's time to put the money and the bitches to the side. You'll never truly come up when you live a servant's life. I hurt myself today to see if I still feel. I focus on the pain. To the voting machines Now they censor this on YouTube Labeled it extreme Bernanke and his lackeys Printed phony green Hit us with inflation Annihilate the nation No investigation of the Bush administration Obama runs on change Brzezinski's in his ear The only thing that changes Is the puppet in the year They open up the borders Truth is on our shoulders Focus on the pain This is the new world order Reds Radio fam, it's your man Wayne in Baltimore, and I'm doing my thing live on Saturdays from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time when I bring you the chocolate drop on RazRadioLive.com. Join us as we play music, talk sports, politics, and whatever's going on in the news. And um, chances are you might learn something. Chances are you won't. So join me and Joe from Maine on Saturdays from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on RazRadioLive.com. Oh, and by the way, no devil music. Dr. Handle Vista, Twister Surgeon, HHMD, DJ 
Raging Hellfire. My nigga Amp Killer Assassin. True Thumbs. 2009 Flavor. Amp Killer. Revolutionary Hip Hop.
been down, but I came up from the bottom in a product of the lotto. Don't need no glass to drink the liquor out the bottle. Oh, motherfucking high. Yeah, that's my motto. The working class, the only people I follow. Do they understand where I'm from? I've been down, but I came up from the bottom. Alabama, the lower southern half of it. Never been here, I'd help you get a grasp of it, the class of it, the social indifference is ignoring what the system is and trying to get some fishing in. I'ma seek what a pistol is, I'll never take our guns back. Gauge on a gun rack, the sign reads y'all call back. Crawfish, catfish, redfish, flounder. We eat our chicken fried oysters rolling out of power. We drink beer the domestic kind. And the Chevys that we drive were staying the test of time. Had the best of time on that floor around my line. She's got sand between the thighs. I got the sun in my eyes. It ain't always been good times working class down here. Uh-huh. Some come to party, but we live down here. Best believe we don't take no shit. Think I won't do it? Hold my beard. Watch it. They don't understand where I come from. I've been down, but I came up from the bottom in a product of the lotto. We need no glass to drink the liquor out the bottle. Oh, motherfuckers, high. Yeah, that's my motto. The working class, the only people I follow. Do they understand where I'm from? I've been down, but I came up from the bottom. Down here, we just roll with the tide. Nick Saban and Jesus, yeah, that's our guys. Football on Saturday, church on Sunday. We're working all week trying to raise beer money. Just like you, my rent's past due, and the Waffle House ain't considered fast food. It's a luxury, like caviar, sipping mama sweet tea out of mason jars. The ladies wear denim and the men wear dickies, cause he's been working hard changing all at the chippy. Granddaddy named Earl, got an uncle named Billy, we gon' light up the grill, y'all holla if you're with me. Eating hush puppies and mud bugs, and our headlights all covered in love bugs, we gon' keep
Blood, your radio gun from DeadlineLive.info and the Jack Blood Show. You're listening to the first 52 with Sean Raz Radio Live. Stay bold. All right, guys, here we are back at the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com. Hope you got a good break on. I told you things are going to get crazy in the second hour. And, and I'll tell you what, the conversations we just had during the break, I know they're going to get crazy this hour. So I want to bring Dave back in first. Dave, I got you there, brother? Yes, you do. All right, good. We got Dave there and Silent Bob in the background just floating around doing his thing. Hello. <laughs> oh, he said something. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we, we bring this woman on a lot. I really enjoy conversations with her. She's a lot of fun. Uh, she's very informative. Uh, OccupyCorporatism.com. Uh, Susanna Pozel. How you doing, sweetie? I'm doing awesome. How are you? I'm doing good myself. Uh, we had a little warm-up during the break there. I think we got our, our happiness back amongst us all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the first hour, we covered a lot on, on police brutality and, and um, you know, said some words for the, for the loss of the lives today um, by some crazy man. Uh, and, and we don't know what you're going to talk about. So what do you want to talk about tonight? Well, I'll keep along that theme because I had something incredible happen uh, this week. Taser, who is the corporation who just made 2.8 million with an M million dollars off of the LAPD ordering 7,000 of their body cameras for their officers. I actually had a Twitter conversation with Taser. Oh, really? Yes, and it went a little something like this. Now, see, I have the Twitter conversation uh, linked up in the article. If you go to OccupyCorporatism.com, it's the second page in the breaking news section. And uh, you can click on the Twitter link, and you can read our conversation. I took this as an opportunity to ask them what they thought they were contributing, uh, giving cameras to officers when Eric Gardner was filmed being murdered, and it was ruled a homicide, and obviously cameras don't work because the fact that it was being filmed did not deter any of those four police officers from killing that man. And their response was, we are the company, the number one company. We have the people, the technology, and the gumption to go out there and tackle this problem, and we can make a difference. And then they went on to say, we're trying to change the world by providing tools of transparency and accountability. This is America, in all caps, and we are the solution. And I just continually ask them the same question. Could you explain how transparency and your product would have saved Eric Gardner's life? And their last comment to me was, was the officer wearing one of our cameras? Because when officers wear our cameras, better behavior on both sides of the badge are, vis- are, are seen because they're wearing our product. And I said, are you saying that Eric Gardner would be alive if the NYPD were wearing your product? And they cut off the conversation. Oh, at that point in time. <laughs> well, you know, I'm not, I'm not against the body cameras. I think that is a, another means oh. to monitor what's going on. Um, and the only problem I see is that they can be turned on and off because we've seen that situation recently. I think it was in L.A. actually. Um, some bicyclists, uh, one of them yelled at a cop, slow down. The cop, you know, came out, was giving him a bunch of crap, and you could see him turn the camera on and off because there was a little light where the button was where he was pushing. So you could tell where it was being turned on and off at. Um, but on the other side of that, you know, can it can it provide a, a forced forced respect forced uh doing your job right you know well what I mean? the only problem that i have with this 
is Obama just set up a task force with an executive order. And I've been saying this for a very long time. This task force, literally, I'm going to quote the the page on the WhiteHouse.gov website concerning this executive order. The task force on 21st century policing, it was designed to, quote, examine how to strengthen public trust and foster strong relationships between local law enforcement and the communities they protect. This is a PR stunt. Look, the police have been militarized since George Sr. was in president. This is several presidencies later. Right. And now Obama is dealing with the fact that these police officers have been militarized, trained militarily, and are enacting that onto the public, and people are dying in the suspect phase. They don't even get to the arrest and detainment phase or even the court phase. They're dying in the suspect phase when we're not even sure if we have the right guy. I, I got to say, uh, the only the only thing I got to argue with there is I don't really think Obama's dealing with anything. So, I mean, just let's be honest Well, there. he's dealing with it by creating a PR stunt. And the Lowell Police Department created a PR stunt, which was a video that went viral on YouTube with this police officer handing out gifts mm-hmm. that the guys uh, who were listening in on his radio bought down the street, gift-wrapped it, and this guy pulling people over, asking what they want for Christmas, and magically it appears. Right. And this is a PR stunt that was explained by the chief of the Lowell Police Department in the uh, video that I linked up in my article, where they got together with a local station so that they could get this nationally covered. And we've seen other PR stunts where they're trying to build up the public. Well, hey, police officers aren't all bad. Some of them give out presents. Some of them bring you a week's worth of groceries. You know, they don't always kill black people. Hey, here's $100. That's the one I just saw the other day. They're pulling people over and giving them a $100 bill that some guy donated to the police department to do this with. Yeah, right. the, the gift that I got uh, two weeks ago uh, is the opposite. I have to pay them $258. <laughs> Dave got pulled over and got a speeding ticket. He's all mad about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, some you win, some you lose. I guess it's like the lottery. Yeah, he beat a couple uh, yeah. red light tickets, so he yeah. can't argue. They're getting them back now. Yeah. Yeah, New Jersey just uh, canceled that program. What, the red light cameras? Yeah. Good. Yeah, there's, there's breaking news here that I was actually reading. Not breaking news, but the study red light cameras don't improve safety. No, they don't. Actually, they cause more problems because people then slam on yeah. brakes and stuff because mm-hmm. they see a yellow. Anyway, all right, so we got off track there. You know we do that, Susanna, so you'll have to excuse us. Uh, so this te- the propaganda, and that's the big thing, because anytime people, because everybody knows I push against the law enforcement issues and everything, and people will be sending me these videos, well, look at this cop. He's a good cop. He's pulling people. They're good cops. They're giving gifts. They're doing this. And I'll say, you know, here's a good cop, and I'll send them the, the story I covered last week of the Utah uh, cop that uh, pulled over the 87-year-old lady. She was dri- driving to her dying son. And she accidentally put the car in reverse when she was leaving and backed into his car. They towed her car. He put her put her in his car and drove her, met another officer, put him in her, her in his car, drove her, and they got her all the way to her dying son. That is good police propaganda, if you want to. No, that's not even propaganda because it's the truth. That's good police work. That's being a human. Right. You know? and, 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 and I'm sorry, cops shouldn't be lauded for being fucking human. Because well, I would do that. Some- I've met some tremendous cops who go above and beyond in in situations. Uh, I I've had friends who have been. Um, I had a friend who was kicked out on the street with her uh, three year old son in the middle of the night 
Like, all of her stuff was on the front lawn, and her roommate decided that she didn't live there anymore. And the cop sat there with her until they found a shelter that would take her. And it took four hours for him to find a shelter, but he sat there, and he drove them directly to the shelter so they wouldn't be without a place to sleep that night. There are wonderful police officers. I agree. But there are police officers who take their personal opinions and and keep them while they get into their uniform and enact them because now they have a uh, a vested interest in the authority that is given to them with that badge and that is an abuse that needs to stop. Yes, I would that I that I agree with too. I just had a conversation last Sunday with a, a retired Atlantic City cop. Now I grew up in Jersey, so you know him and I had an automatic, automatic connection. Um but him and I got in this whole debate about the Gardner case and um all these different things and and we disagreed the whole time we had a really nice conversation and at the end you know we both said i actually got took away something from him and i think he took something away from me so that's what it comes down to is talking and communicating with each other and realizing that we're all in this together um we're all in the long run going to have to face the same enemies which is the global elite they're not going to keep these guys around once they're done using them and abusing them, which they don't even see they're being used and abused by them yet. Um, so we, we're all on the same team, and I don't know if I started this hashtag. I started using it today, and I noticed it was trending at one point, and I know it wasn't from me, but I'm going to use All Lives Matter from now on. Every every time I do this, anytime I put out a cop article or something like that, I'm going to hashtag it All Lives Matter, not Black Lives Matter, not Cops Lives Matter, all lives matter. And I think that's where we need to get down to is is that we're all human beings. We're all in this together. Yes. Race is a factor in this. But when I saw the protesters in New York and all over the country, they were every color that, that we come in. So we all agree that this is a problem. And yes, it was enacted because uh, African-American men were murdered by white police officers. But that's not the end and be all of this issue. Because then only black people would be in those uh, protesters, uh, in those demonstrations, and that's not the case. We all agree, no matter what color or, or ethnicity or anything, we all agree that our police departments do not have the right to kill us in the suspect phase. There has to be law and order, and they have to follow them. There was a gentleman who was pulled over in um, 2009 in uh, North Carolina where it's not illegal to drive with one headlight. And because the officer didn't know the law, he pulled him over and cited him and searched his vehicle. Now he found a, a, a sandwich bag full of cocaine. But... It was an illegal illegal search and seizure, yeah. and it was a violation of this man's rights because he hadn't even committed a crime. There was no probable cause for the officer to pull that man over to begin with. So we have a serious problem in our country where maybe the officers or a portion of the officers, obviously, would don't understand the laws, don't enact them, and don't respect that their personal opinion of any ethnicity has no bearing on their employee capacity when they're wearing that uniform. And there's a lot of officers that just don't care. They, 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 they're going to do what they want to do. Uh, because they have that shiny tin on their chest, and, and they think that they can do. And the sad thing about that story is, because I did see that article, um, the Supreme Court ruled that it was justified, that it was okay. They just kind of you know threw everything out and said, no, that's, he found something illegal, screw it, it's good. Well, see, that, that's, that's fruit from the poison tree. You, can't, you shouldn't be able to lo- use that because you found it illegally. Although now things are getting to the point where the judges are saying, oh, I'll allow it. 
because you know because he had this powder that we deem illegal. Uh, well, the 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 way we got it was also illegal, but we'll allow it. But it's not as dangerous as weed because weed's a Schedule One. That's a Schedule Two. I know. How screwed up is that? <laughs> I mean, come on, really? Uh, yeah. So we we see these trends going on. We see, um, it's kind of like they just nobody cares anymore, and they're just just doing what they want. I want to know how can we kind of stop that? I, there's something else I wanted to say. I didn't write it down, and I was going to, and I forgot it already. Um, What's your? Oh, I know what it was. Uh, we were talking about protesting and, and coloring. Um, we have a friend of ours, Susanna, that lives in New York. Um, her name's Cynthia. She's worked with us with another radio show that we used to be involved with, and um, <clears throat> she went to the protest yesterday in New York for uh, Gardner. And when she was there, she, she they actually left early. Now she's been in protest with um, Vets for Peace. Uh, she's, she's been, been arrested. Yeah, she's been arrested with Veterans for Peace last year. Uh, matter of fact, I think a couple days ago is when she, they got the case dropped. It was like a week ago that really? it was a year anniversary from when the case got dra- dropped. So she's there, and they actually ended up having to leave. I'm going to read her post from her Facebook page. It says, we, we hung as long as we could, but we had to leave. Our hearts couldn't take it. We were there to call an end to police brutality and the death of an unarmed, innocent civilian. We were answered with, get a job, crackhead, get an education, go back to your country. Your people committed the crimes, and the most vile line of the night, at least my kids won't be black. I have been thoroughly disgusted in my lifetime, but never as disgusted as I am at this very moment. And that was coming from the pro-law enforcement side of this protest, those comments. It's just despicable. The... The problem that we have, as far as that goes, uh, is that we haven't dealt with race in this country. Yes, we have affirmative action, and yes, we have the the civil rights movement, but we really haven't dealt as a as a country with racism. And that's evident in the comments that Clive and Bundy made, and it's evident in some of the murders that have gone on that have gone public, and and certainly the ones that we don't know about. But I'll, I'll give you an example, and and I'm by no means uh, saying that that uh, this is all encompassing. But this is my experience. Um, I grew up in Homestead, which was uh, mixed with everything. Homestead, and Florida. We didn't care. Homes- yeah, Homestead, okay. Florida. I didn't know you grew up down here. Yeah, I I grew up in Aranda Lakes. Um, Hurricane Andrew kind of moved us out. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and when I moved to Miami and, and I uh, I went to school uh, in Coral Gables Senior High and um, there was a large Cuban population there and that was um, something I was not used to. And because I have olive skin and dark hair, lots of people assumed that I was Cuban. And I worked at uh, Office Max at, um, down in Coral Gables and the morning meeting uh, was always conducted in Spanish even though there were several people who were bilingual, including the members of management. There were a few members of the crew who were not bilingual and only spoke Spanish, but the entire morning meeting was conducted in Spanish. And I had to ask questions after the morning meeting because my Spanish wasn't that good. And I was eventually fired for asking that the morning meeting at least be conducted in English and Spanish. Really? Yes, I was fired. And 
while I had several retail jobs, while I lived in uh, Miami, I would constantly get comments from customers, well, how come you didn't greet me in Spanish? How come you're not speaking Spanish? You're Cuban. No, I'm not. Of course you are. Look at you. You look Cuban. You, you're denying your Cuban heritage. You need to speak Spanish. You live in Miami. You should speak Spanish. <laughs> Even though my skin is not as dark as an African American, I had lots of discrimination, racial discrimination, racially based discrimination, which was completely misfounded because I'm not Hispanic. My family comes from Eastern Europe. That's why I look like this. <laughs> I am actually, I am actually more more Hispanic than I don't know a lick of English or Spanish because <laughs> my great great grandfather was president of Mexico, and it, it came here in 1916. <laughs> that, that's a dead serious truth. You can look him up, Victoriano Huerta. That was my great 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 grandfather. Yeah, you want you don't want to brag about that. He wasn't yeah, a good guy. <laughs> you always say he's not a good guy. He was my great great grandfather, though. Come on, yeah, now. My, hey, look, I tell people all the he was time a despot. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know he was a very evil man. <laughs> <laughs> he was actually one of the people. His father started the Mexican Revolution, and my great grandfather, my grandfather's gra- uh, father, still had a bullet that they removed from him in ni- when he was seventy something years old. And they said, "Where'd this bullet come from?" And it was from the Mex- the Spanish uh, Revolution, or the <laughs> Mexican Revolution. I'm sorry. But anyway, I sidetracked the story there. Uh, so, but see now, if 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 I was running a business and a Mexican or a Spanish person came to me and said, hey, uh, I need you to do this meeting in Spanish uh, because I can't understand it, and I didn't comply, I would probably get in trouble as a business owner. Mm, I don't think so. You don't think so? No, I don't think... In Miami, uh, you certainly would. In certain areas, you may. I don't think you'd get... Yeah, you'd be sued out of business. (laughs) Well, is there a law? No. No, but... Then then you wouldn't get in trouble. Well, in my time... Uh, growing up, I noticed that the the billboards and the um, the transit buses went from English first, Spanish second, uh, Patois third, if that at all. What was this? Mid nineties, right? Okay. And then it moved to Spanish first, English second, and Patois third. I don't know what it is now because I haven't been back to uh, Fort Lauderdale, uh, where my family lives, in in about seven years. But I, I don't think that it's gotten better. Uh, hmm. I was just over there last year. My family lives. I have family over in that area also, uh, and I can't even remember. I was there for a funeral, so I really wasn't paying much attention. So, <laughs> anyway, big deal. Yeah, well, it, it, in in the sense that who cares what language we speak? Sure, in the sense that I was discriminated against because I look like I could be Cuban, and I was denying my Cuban heritage by not speaking Spanish. That's a problem, and it's just a small symptom of a of a larger race problem that we have in this country. I'm lucky that um, you know my skin isn't so dark that I can I can hide my non-Hispanic Hispanicness or whatever you want to call it. You know, <laughs> your your full Hispanicness. <laughs> My full non-Hispanicness. Right. <laughs> but you, you can't do that if you're African-American. And why should you? It's racist to think that you can't be yourself and, and express your culture and your ideas because of the color of your skin and you don't fit in with the rest of the colors. It's an absolutely archaic, ridiculous idea. It needs to go away. Yep. It's it's like having alcoholic family and, and you have like two or three brothers or sisters. One of you is going to have to not drink to stop the cycle. So which one is it going to be? 
And we have to think about racism that way. It's a stupid, disgusting, ridiculous idea. And some generation needs to just stop. So which generation is it going to be? Is it going to be the Xers? Is it going to be the millennials? Is it going to be the homeland generation in school now? Who's it going to be? Because it's got to just stop. Is that really what they're calling this generation in school now? The homeland generation? Yes. You're you're kidding me, right? (laughs) No, I'm not. Oh, my God. Who, 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 Who made that up? I don't know. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, I thought Generation X was bad because that's what I am. Uh, that's what you. That's what I think all of us here right now are is Generation X. No, I'm, Dave, I'm you, before, you're before Generation X, yeah. actually. Uh, you're old I'm, man. I'm, I'm. I'm. I would be considered a hippie kid. The hippie kid? No, you're not that old. My, my pa- no, my parents are hippies. Well, my parents are hippies too. My mother was not a hippie. My mother was a Gloria Steinem. Raw burning. Uh, <laughs> wow, I can't believe that I even think the way that I do growing up in that. <laughs> oh my goodness! So what else? Uh, what else is heavy on your plate? What, what's been something you've really? Because I know you sent me a few this past week. Um, didn't you send me a geoengineering one at one point this oh, past God, week? Oh God, there I go. <laughs> Ten thirty-four. I didn't say chemtrails. Oh, now I did, I guess. <laughs> But, Suzanne, wasn't there geoengineering or something along those lines you sent me earlier this week? Oh, that was sailing the plastic seas. You know, people don't realize how much damage is being done to the Earth. And the, the fact that there's so much plastic in our oceans, like, we don't even talk about that anymore. Like, we don't even talk about the people who, like, hairsprayed their hair with Aquanet in the 80s, burning <laughs> up the ozone layer or whatever. And now all of a sudden, everybody's still using hairspray, and the ozone layer seems to be fine. In certain places, it's even grown back. I mean, why even bother? But then there was another article that... uh that I wrote this week that I thought was quite funny, actually. Climatologists were calling for the UN to get out of climate change because they're just fledgling it all up. And all of their misdata is messing up the real need to move away from fossil fuel technologies into cleaner energy sources. I thought that that was hilarious, that the climatologists are telling the UN, hey, you're representing us poorly. You have terrible science. Your IPCC is using uh, predictive models, which can be doctored. We all found out how it's doctored with Michael Mann and the and ClimateGate. So stop and get out of climate change so that we can actually get to the root of the problem and fix it because you're messing it up for us. <laughs> Uh, well, I would have to agree with that completely because, you know, Dave and I always fight about climate change and, and, you know, I believe that there is... Uh, no, we fight about chemtrails. Well, no, we fight about climate change too because I don't believe it's 100% man-made. I do believe man has an impact, but I also believe there's a natural cycle that we go through. Um, <clears throat> and it's funny because uh, you're talking about the plastic bottles out there uh, floating around and different things like that. And I just saw... Just recently, this guy built a, a houseboat, and what he did, and I don't remember where it was, but he's used the the boat is actually floating on bags full of plastic bottles that he had collected himself. And when he collects up another set of bottles and enough bottles, he fills a bag, puts them underneath, and as it allows for him to expand his little island that he's built, he expands his island. It's all floating on plastic bottles. Um, and that's been a big thing. I mean, isn't there apparently like a, I don't know, quarter mile size thing floating around in the middle of the ocean somewhere? Well, with Fukushima, there's a lot of stuff floating mm. around in the ocean now. People are finding desks and chairs and all sorts of stuff 
the the problem that I saw with the plastic is not going to be news to anybody, but we forget about this stuff because we're really busy buying gifts just like they wanted us to. And buying more plastic. <laughs> and more plastic. <laughs> the problem is the toxicity levels. We are eating the fish. The the fish are eating each other and the toxicity is magnifying and the problems uh, with plastics and, and uh, PCBs in the constituents, the chemicals of the plastic in, in the food that we're eating is causing human disruptive effects like reproductive systems are being affected, immune, sy- immune systems, uh, nervous systems, and the endocrine system. So that's fertility. And that's just from our oceans and eating seafood. So this, and, what these chemicals are leaching out of the bottle into the ocean, or are they eating parts of the plastic? How is it getting into the, the fish, or what's the theory behind that? The leaching out into the water is is uh, happening, but that's a such a minuscule effect that it's not worth mentioning. It's the consumption of the plastic by the animals, and then we eat the animal, and we have the chemical in them, in us, and it gets passed along, and then we need big pharma to help us out because we have cancer and we have these uh, neurological disorders and we have degenerative diseases uh we're not getting pregnant and we don't think about the see this is something that really gets me uh, it gets me really uh because Uh-oh, in america again. <laughs> don't drop that on him <laughs> i might in america we seem to think that one problem one solution right no uh take the nsa and and spying on us we completely miss, just gloss over, just just drive right past all of the data mining that the corporations are doing, and we never even bat an eyelash. And, and we see these articles, I write these articles all the time, and nobody cares. But if I write about the NSA, everybody clicks on it. The corporations are doing more damage to our privacy than any agency, any governmental body, any international body, any one period, any hacker, anyone. The corporations are using all of our information, every keystroke, every they have software that can even mon- Google has it now. It's an AI program. It can monitor the movements of your mouse, of your mouse that you're using on the other end of the screen. There are ways in which these corporations, and I wrote this article about uh, this algorithm coming out of the uh, University of Queensland in, in Australia. And somebody in alternative media, I won't mention his name, picked up the information and completely misrepresented it. And I was so angry about that because the truth is actually, if you want to d- uh, term it this way, more scary than his version of it, which was all about the CIA and, and Facebook and blah, blah, blah. What the corporations like Facebook and Google and... and um and and retail corporations as well are doing is they're using these algorithms that use artificial intelligence to capture as much information and predictive information as as possible on you not only to sell the information to other people and to sell you more products but to sell it to the governments to the NSA pre-crime okay Use it for pre-crime also. Yeah. Use it for yeah. pre-crime. It, for two years, I, I, I saw this big report put out by this big hothead in alternative media talking about pre-crime. I've been writing about pre-crime for the last two years. In fact, two years ago, the Domain Awareness Program was implemented by Mayor Bloomberg uh, through Microsoft, who wrote the software. And this is predictive crime 
software. Okay, so it takes all your information, all every digital thing you could possibly imagine, including real time, what you're doing now. And all of the medical records, uh, DMV records, marriage licenses, everything they can gather, and CCTV cameras. And there's over 3,000 of them in the city of New York alone. Taking all of this information and deciding whether or not you're a threat and what kind of threat you will be and how soon you could enact that crime. And that's been happening for the last two years. That's ridiculous. And and all of a sudden, pre-crime is a big deal. Pre-crime is a big deal when the media tells you that it is. But this stuff has been happening all the time. And when the media decides, hey, this is a big deal, and I'm going to sell lots of new papers, and I'm going to get lots of clicks to my website, and I'm going to get lots of viewers to my show, then all of a sudden, they scare the hell out of you with this information that's been going on for so long. Why are we dealing with this with Microsoft? Do you know that Michael Bloomberg got 30% off of every precinct, every country, every corporation that purchased domain awareness by beta testing it on New York citizens and not telling them? I could believe that. I, I mean, honestly, yeah. I, I could definitely believe that. Because Dave lived in New York up until, what, 2002? 2002, yeah. Yeah. So no, he, I'm sorry, 2004. 2004. So he's, he lived through all that. You know, and... You're talking about algorithms and Facebook and how they do it. Here's a great example, and, and people don't pick up on this stuff, I don't think, regularly. But I grew up in South Jersey. I live in Florida now. I keep getting this ad on my Facebook for this T-shirt that says, Jersey boy living in Florida. And they're trying to sell me this shirt. <laughs> and it comes up every day. I see this ad for this Jersey boy in Florida shirt. And, and I told Lexi the other day, she's like, well, they know it. It's on your Facebook that you grew up in Jersey, and it's on your Facebook that you live in Florida now. And I'm like, well, but don't – it just shows you how much they're looking at you. And then mm -hmm. you see this app that came out, uh, I guess, this past week or this past month uh, that law enforcement's going to start using or is talking about using that will uh, – when they stop you – they put your name in, and the app goes through and evaluates all of your social media and determines if you're a threat or not. I don't know. They already have that in place. Are they already using it? They already use that equipment. Yes, they do. <laughs> and they are able to access FBI databases. They have the shared servers with the uh, ABC agencies and the local police departments, and through there they can siphon out other records. And they can do that within, like, you know, split second, as fast as the connection can go to those servers. So, again, it's only a big deal when these, when these talking heads start yapping about something because maybe, it, maybe it's December and they're not getting enough clicks to their website because people are out shopping and spending time with their family. And they put Fear. out this sensational story, which is not even news. Yeah. Well, I call it fear porn a lot of times. I know I, I know who you're talking about, by the way. I mean, it's pretty yeah. obvious. I'm sure everybody <laughs> listening knows who you're talking about. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I actually ha I, I haven't listened to that individual because of that main reason for over almost a year now. You know, it's just it, it wasn't enjoyable anymore, and I wasn't learning anything new. And it was like everything that was coming up was the same crap that we see all the time. Now, I've been inundated with law enforcement stuff recently, so that's why it's nice to get into some other topics. Uh, but it, it always kind of comes back around to that, though, doesn't it? No matter how much you try to spin away from that, it all kind of connects back to that in, in the long run. Well, it's difficult for me because I'm interested in information that is necessary and useful to my audience and to the public at large. Anybody can go to my website. I, I'm i not covering certain things because you're getting enough crap over there and you're listening to enough broadcasts over there. You, you go ahead and, and eat your fill of that. Trust
trust me, it's all directed, it's all propaganda, and it's all for either the red team or the blue team. Trust me, if you sit down and analyze it for a minute with a clear head and use some logic, you'll see it. And if you watch a couple of marketing videos on YouTube, you'll start to see the salesmen coming out of them as well. I, I, it's difficult for me to see all of this happening over and over again and get to the meat of information that people aren't paying attention to because they're being inundated, like you said, with police state. Yes, police state is an issue, but there's uh, so many other issues that are happening right now in conjunction with that, but we're not paying attention because something's happening with the riots or something and and everybody's got to be right there on the scene and capturing all of this and it doesn't matter if it's vetted information or not they're going to bring it to you live because you know you've got that microwave mentality if you can't have it in 30 seconds or less you don't want it It, it's just absolutely it's an industry it's an infotainment industry that is designed to keep you entertained and so far we're just happily entertained so you know journalism continues to go down the toilet (laughs) <laughs> and, and just for the record, my microwave is our bread drawer. We don't use our microwave. We keep our bread in there, and that's all it's for. <laughs> that's have, awesome. I don't a, even have a microwave. <laughs> we have an over the – well, I live in an apartment. We have an over-the-stove microwave, and all it is is bread and rolls and stuff like that. It's all that's in there. When I got to melt butter, I actually bring a pan out and put it in the pan and put it on the burner. You know, I cook my popcorn in a pan with you know hey, oil. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> well, I'm a mean microwave button pusher. <laughs> Debbie looked in the mirror recently, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't have room to talk. <laughs> I know I've gotten fat recently. Burn. <laughs> That's what we do to each other all the time. Um, all right, so let's. Uh, what else we got, Susanna? What else is? Uh, what else is really pushing your buttons? Well, the banks have gotten the green light to go ahead and crash the system if they want to for the you know within the next 2 years and i always think that that's an awesome thing to do you know well, we got to thank I, the I, federal reserve for that <laughs> I, i'm I, I read i was looking through your website and i saw that and so i was like all right so what did they how, how can you explain cuz banking financing and cops are like two of my push button items yeah dave's a big bitcoin guy and and an alternative currency guy so yeah he he's good to talk with the uh, financing okay well um, I I don't think that Bitcoin is a good idea, but we could save that for another show. <laughs> <laughs> I just choked on my beer. I don't know if you saw that or not. <laughs> I've been telling um, that forever. Uh, and and I have lots of good evidence and information to back up why I I think that way. And and you can put in Bitcoin in my website and and read it and click on the source links and maybe I'll come on a show and you can you and I can have a, a battle royale over. I, I, I'm just <laughs> I'm just. For- I'm just for a competing currency. I am and too. Si- so since all other currencies are fiat and this one's easy to use, I'm for the concept. I know Bitcoin eventually is going to go away because it's not as as anonymous as they say it is. But for now, it's worth three hundred and fifty bucks. You know, I some people are using it. You know, and it's voluntarily being used. That's why I like it. My issue is the fact that it's. Uh it's insured by Credit Mutuelle and the Central Bank of France. It has a banking ID number, which means it can be used as a bank account. And it is uh, because it's insured All by right, the you Central go, You're going to make me go through your, your site <laughs> and find that. <laughs> That's the whole point, really? Dave. That's I the whole do, point. I wanted to, wanted to do a nice, easy show. I'm sorry. Well, let's get back to the Federal Reserve. So the Federal yeah. Reserve this week, they said, hey, look – uh, we know that the securitized derivatives, uh, Las Vegas betting is really bad, but 
we're going to let the banks go ahead and uh, do this for another two years so that they can sell off their hedge fund and private equity funds that they have, um, allowing them to continue business as usual with their with their trading, uh, the same thing that caused the crash in 2008. So thank you, Federal Reserve. Thank you, Yellen, for that. Um, I'm sure that everybody listening is is clapping and happy about that. Maybe we should make a sign thanking. Her. Unfortunately, m- most people don't even know who Yellen is. Oh, <laughs> they, they still they still they're still thinking uh, Greenspan. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I knew I knew the name. I couldn't. I, I was trying to. I'm like oh, Janet Janet Yellen, right? Janet yes. Yellen. All right. So yeah, Janet I do know Yellen. who she is. All right, good. So I'm not that stupid. I, I'm all. I don't finances kind of when you get into the money talk. It, it's, yeah, I, my eyes glaze over and I go, huh? <laughs> just because there, there's so much to it and they've built it to make it difficult to understand. Did you well, write I'm an article saying, hold on, did you write an article saying don't be fooled by the Bitcoin Ponzi scheme? Yes, Was I that, did. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. We're gonna, I'm, <laughs> I'm you know sorry. What? I'm going to call you up on your show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have I'm one yet, mood. but when I get one, I'll give you the number. <laughs> we'll have Dave. Are you announcing that you're going to be my personal troll? <laughs> I might. <laughs> Dave's a good troll, though. He's not a, yeah. a mean troll. He's a good troll. Right. Well, that's cool because that yeah. way I I can control my troll. Right. You know, it's I, not I like could, that's could... some guy, random guy, just trolling me. Now I know my troll, and I we can take have it as well as dish it out. We'll get Dave to be. We'll get Dave to be your producer for your show. How's? That? Well, then my my Skype will go down magically. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Good point. As soon as I say Bitcoin, everything crashes. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. So so. The, 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 All right. So what did the Federal Reserve? All right. So uh, they right. W- wasn't this in the in the, in the just recently in, in the. The, the what the, the last budget thing they slipped in all this stuff that kind of really killed the Dodd Frank bill right right and that was Citigroup who wrote that personally and mm-hmm. stuck that in there and yes yeah and so- do, do you know what happened just a month prior at the uh, at the uh, G twenty meeting no. All right. Well, what they did was they announced that, uh, and you could look it up. I'm not, I'm not pulling this out of my ass. They, you know what happened in Cyprus when they forced the people of Cyprus, Cyprus to bail in the bank? That's now what they're going to do globally. Uh, the International Bank of Settlements says, all right, this is the way we're going to do it from this point on. They figured, they, they talked about it at the G20 meeting in Brisbane, uh, Australia, and nobody reported on it. I found it, I mean, somebody reported on it because I, I, obviously I know about it. But, uh, so what you're saying is that, what just happened just recently with the budget, they've, they're extending the derivatives market again another two years. And prior to that, um, the Inter- Bank of International Settlement said, okay, from this point on, we're going we're gonna to use, instead of using tax, and this is the way they touted it, it's like, we're no longer going to use taxpayer dollars to bail us out. We're going to use investors' dollars. And what people don't realize is that when you put money in the bank, you're an investor. And yes. what they're going to do is there's a list of there's a, a list of people that are going to get paid back first, and the investors or the depositors are last on the list. So yes. you're going to lose money. This is something that I have been writing about for two years because two years ago, the Bank of International Settlements sat down with all the heads of the central bankers and made this decision by 2019. They have to liquidate all of their assets and make sure that they remain, that their cooked books remain visible and uh, correct. 
And so the banks are having problems and they are pulling in more investors because they don't have the physical cash in order to create the, uh, the synergy, the balance that they need. So this G, this G20 announcement is just a furtherance of that same fact that I talked about. And here's yep. the scary part about, um, the bail-in and the investor part. And, uh, I've written several articles about this. Um, in 2009, Sentinel Management Group went under and they were a brokerage firm. And they, uh, were sued by Bank of New York Mellon to be first in line of creditors above the customers who got their, uh, accounts wiped out because when a bank is insolvent, under duress, or in bankruptcy, they can take your money out of your checking account, CD, IRA, whatever it is, and use it to pay off their debtors. Now, a couple of years later, Bank of New York Mellon won. This was 2012. So they started the suit in 2009. They won in 2012 to be first in line of creditors above, like you said, the depositors, the the other investors, all the way at the bottom. So it is now legal in this country and has been for two years for banks, if they're insolvent, under duress, or in bankruptcy, to use your deposit as collateral to other banks that they owe money to or whoever they owe money to. And this sort of, this fact kind of just like got swept under the rug and everybody forgot what I was saying. But everything that I was saying back then is now happening. And that kind of freaks me out because I don't like to be right about any of this. Any of this, I like to be wrong. I like to be wrong because when I'm right, it means that the next phase is already in the works because this phase has ended. It's come to its completion. The and scary part, I, I, I kind of get what you there by being right because unfortunately I've been right about a few things as well and what's, what sucks about that is now you're starting to think like them and so that's why you're right because now, now you're like, alright, what's in it for them? Why are they doing it? Then you think of the most devious thing and it turns out that's what they're doing. Yes, if you, um, and I spent a lot of time over the summer, um, researching how corporations get to be where they are. Who do they talk to? Who advises these salesmen? Uh, who would, who creates these, um, uh, propaganda tools like Tim, uh, not t- Tim Robbins, but, uh, An- Anthony Robbins and, um, Brian Tracy, if you've never heard of him, or Jim Rohn or, uh, Jordan Ben, Benford, who was uh, the the person that they made the Wolf of Wall Street about. Um, if you go on YouTube and you watch these men do their little spiel, you your mouth will hit the floor because mine did. I could not believe how much sales and marketing is involved in every aspect of our life, and we think, oh, Target's sending us um, this this thing in the mail, and we see this uh, commercial, and and so when we go to the store, they ask us to sign up for stuff, and we don't think about how the marketing and the sales has infiltrated every, literally there is no aspect of your life where marketing and sales is not infiltrated. And the reason why that is, is because we are subse- we are susceptible to the marketing. They've been perfecting this since Bernays. This is over 80 years in the, in the making. That's why Obama is worried about public trust and the corporations who are policing us. That's why uh, the climatologists want the UN out of climate change, because PR is the end and be all and the decider between whether or not you are successful or fail. And corporations, banking institutions, governments cannot afford to fail. Hmm. Ah, That's some pretty deep stuff. uh, It's amazing how that works. Now, 
with that corporations failing, because we're almost at the top of the hour here, and I want to get your opinion on one thing, and then I want you to promote something, or I want to ask you about something that you promote a lot. Um, What's your take on this whole Sony hack? Do you believe North Korea? Do you believe something else? Okay, first of all, when Team America World Police first came out, North Korea had nothing to say. And if I were North Korea or the North Korean Supreme Leader, I would have been highly offended because that film was all about making fun of this dude's father. Right. Completely. Yep. So all of a sudden, they're upset because the interview is coming out. Let me remind people about that 40... Uh, the 14-minute movie that was on YouTube that suddenly sparked so, all of these revolutions. Coney, and, are we talking about Coney, possibly? No, Coney, too, but also the, the Muslim movie, the 14-minute clip that, oh, that incited all of these riots. Yeah. It's the same thing over again. It's just now they're using North Korea and this movie. Probably the movie was going to be a bomb. I don't know. I'm not too big on Seth Rogen, but, you know, whatever. This is a tactic that worked with that uh, incident, and even though lots of things about Benghazi came out, it didn't, it didn't do anything, okay? So they're doing it again. We know that the corporations are not even utilizing the security systems that they have available to them now, and even those systems are not, ne- are not all-encompassing when it comes to hacking. The, the experts that I've quoted are saying that they, the... Um, the mirroring techniques that hackers use where they bounce off one server or one personal computer to get to another, to say that the IP address originated in Iran or originated in North Korea is ridiculous because there are many techniques of mirroring, and some of them are more complex than others. But any rudimentary hacker can use the mirroring technique. So I don't believe a word when they say, oh, we've got the IP address, we know it was them. You know, BS. You could mirror off of 50 different servers and you're sitting in Switzerland and you're bouncing off Wyoming and you're bouncing off of uh, Kathmandu and you're bouncing off of Tibet and you're bouncing off of uh, New York. We don't even have the systems in place to do that much research to find exactly where it is originating. And if it, if we did, it wouldn't take less than 36 hours. Right. Okay. Yep. All right. So you're on the same page with us. Uh, pretty much exactly what Dave and I said earlier is what you said. Would you agree, Dave? Yep. Yep. Definitely. But almost exactly what we said. Uh, so we're on the same page with that. Uh, so that's cool. Good deal. Uh, and I've been noticing you, you're promoting, uh, something called Crystal Pure CBD. Are you part of that or is that just something that you like or you, you, you agree with? No, this is actually a product that my husband and I put together because I'd written several articles about the snake oil salesman and I discovered something very disturbing about all of the CBD on the market made by hemp paste. The hemp paste is 85% God knows what coming out of China and 15% CBD. And when I look at these uh, studies on PubMed, with these thousands of studies showing positive effects using cannabidiol on everything from cancer to stomach aches, and and I'm serious. I'm not even joking. I'm not exaggerating. Everything from cancer to stomach ache. I use cannabidiol as much as I can. Trust me. So I'm not I'm not against <laughs> it at all. <laughs> yeah, and and so I saw that they were all using a crystalline form. They were not using the hemp paste because the hemp paste has toxic solvents in it. So I. I got a hold of a distributor who has crystal pure CBD. We uh, added it to hemp seed oil, and it's available on the market. The same pharmaceutical grade that the, the pharmaceutical industry is using, and they're using a synthetic version. We have a, a plant-based version, which has no plant material in it. It's well, literally we'll just uh, shaved well, off of the buds of, of the hemp plant. Crystal pure CBD, it's called, Dave. 
It looks like sugar. So where is this available? I mean, obviously, I live in Florida, so it's not available to me. Is it available? Yes, it's available to you, yes. We are FDA compliant, and we are in the process of becoming FDA approved. It's available in all 50 states. You can go to crystalpurecbd.com. You can also go to... um, BeyondCBD.com and order it there. BeyondCBD.com is our retail store where we have lots of other items and uh, they are all um, current laboratory tests proving their their uh, authenticity on the website, including our Crystal Pure CBD. We just were tested and it's 99.8% pure. And, and you can't find that anywhere on the market. And there is no other product like ours on the market. I have a customer who's using it with two dogs that are terminally ill with cancer. And they're now running and jumping and having a good time and eating. Excellent. And I have another customer who uh, I just spoke to this week. He gave it to his 91-year-old mother who has terminal cancer. And she's finally sitting up and eating. And she wants to get up and move around. So this works. Excellent. Well, I, you, you know, just ahead, recently, um, a friend of mine had come from California and uh, they brought chocolates. Um, and I was, I use cannabis for pain management because I have a, uh, neurological disorder and, uh, I'm in pain every day and that's how I choose to deal with it instead of, you know, the opiates that they, they prescri- prescribe me. So anyway, I got this chocolate that was pretty ass kicking, uh, and I wound up cutting, uh, you know, it's like a Hershey's bar. You got four bars in it. I took the one fourth of the bar and then cut that into eighths and I was eating that and it worked well. And I managed, I met this girl at work whose father had brain cancer and I gave her a bar and I told her to cut it in eighths. And it was a week or two later that I wound up seeing her because it was Thanksgiving. And she told me that her father for the first time got up and made dinner because it worked so well. That's a, that's we a- have been talking to people with uh, making Charlotte's Web and they are excited about this because ours is crystal pure CBD. It's just the CBD and hemp seed oil. And you mm-hmm. can add as much THC as you want. And the other thing that I realized is nobody has any medical advice about what to do with CBD. So my husband and I contacted Novus Medical Group, which is a national conglomerate of uh, doctors, uh, health professionals, RNs that all work with medical marijuana and CBD. And if you uh, join Novus Medical Group, you can buy our product at wholesale. You can save about 80 or $90 on our product because I not only want to make sure that people get the product and the help that it, it will give them. But I also want to make sure that if you have any need for medical advice, that you have the opportunity to get that because that is important as well. Some people might need a higher dose or a lower dose, uh, depending on what you're using it for. If you're just using it for preventative, then you could maybe take a lower dose. But if you're using it for uh, seizures or cancer or um, stomach disorders or things like that, you might want to talk to a professional and make sure you're taking the correct dose. So this product could, could be used with use somebody, this product be used with somebody with uh, fibromyalgia per se? Yes. Okay. Yes, there, there's uh, three studies on PubMed that was done within the last year where it has positive effects on fibromyalgia, actually reducing and eliminating and the, uh, the effects of, of fibromyalgia. And when they do these studies, by the way, it's 100, no, I'm sorry, 800% over placebo, which is ridiculous. Wow. No pharmaceutical would ever get that. Cannabidiol works. And crystal pure CBD, which is just pure CBD, works the hemp paste, I don't know about. People go to the hospital. Project CBD put out a, a report, a 30-page report, and I spoke with them because I wrote an article about this. And people are going to the hospital for long stays because they're taking the paste. But when you just have pure CBD, there are no adverse effects, no side effects, no nothing. And you can, like I said, you can add as much. If you purchased our product, you could add as much THC to it as you'd like. 
Or if you want, you can talk to a healthcare professional that we can provide and you can get whatever dose that you think is right after speaking with them about it. Very interesting. Because I've been seeing that around and I didn't know what that was and I didn't know it was available here in Florida or, or throughout the entire country. So uh, I'd like to look look into that some more because my father has a fibromyalgia. I finally got him to start medicating with uh, you know regular marijuana. Uh, but he doesn't like the high. That's not what he's mm-hmm. in for. Right. Me neither. Right. I, I want to do pain management without the high. Although, right. And, and uh, this is a way for people it. to do that. The Rick Simpson, when, when people make the Rick Simpson oil, they have that same problem. And we've spoken to people who are purchasing our product because there is no THC involved. What's you can the, add it to it if you want, but the there's Rick, no THC involved. What's the Rick Simpson oil? Uh, he created a um, concoction that uses uh, cannabidiol and other products, um, and he displays that on his website. He doesn't sell it himself. He tells you how he made it, and the problem that people are having is they're using the hemp paste in order to make it, and it's uh, making people sick. And then the THC content, not, not everybody wants to be high to get the effects of cannabidiol. And these studies that I'm talking about on PubMed um, and studies that the U.S. government has uh they, in 2003, they patented it as a cancer treatment, okay? Um, they said that uh, THC and cannabidiol work together, but they're not mutually exclusive in the sense that they are, they are oh, wait, let me scratch that and start over again. <laughs> THC Rewind. and cannabidiol can be used together, but cannabidiol is the medicinal part. THC is a, a, a neuroreceptive inhibitor, so you don't feel the pain, which is fine, and it has its medicinal purposes for that. But the actual uh, molecule that will tell your cells that are behaving abnormally to shut off, that will reduce the um, fibromyalgia or the uh, the uh, swelling inflammation with arthritis or prearthritis or any kind of arthritis, uh, affects seizures, uh, stops seizures from occurring, that is the cannabidiol itself. And that's why I'm selling the cannabidiol, because that's the part. You can add to it whatever you want, but if right. you don't have the cannabidiol to begin with, you're not going to get better. Hmm. All right, so uh, what, what do you think the recommended dosage is for, let's say, a guy like me who's using it for pain management? I don't need a lot. Um, I'm looking here. It's a 10-milliliter bottle. Because uh, it's... It's a little pricey, but I'm kind of thinking about it. <laughs> well, you can go to Novus Medical Group and get about 80 or $90 off of that and buy it for wholesale. And if you get friends to work with you, you can purchase larger quantities on wholesale, which would reduce your cost even further. Um, the maximum dose that we recommend is uh, 24 drops per day, which would give oh. you about uh, 12... Um, 12.5 days on one bottle. But like I said, Novus Medical Group has lots of wonderful doctors that can help you. Maybe you need a little bit less, maybe you need a little bit more. Um, they can, they know, you know, they're doctors, they're trained, and they work with medical marijuana and cannabidiol all day long. That's what they specialize in. So um, if you go through them, I recommend you go through them and get the discount and get the advice. And so you actually, you know, get rid of the problem because that's what we need. We just need these health problems to actually be stopped and go away. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely game to even to, to just to try. Oh, begins like, oh, okay. I'm look, I'm, I'm, I'm on NovusMedicalGroup.com. I'm looking to see how to join because I will definitely do this. I, I if you will, have any I, problems, um, my husband is always available. Posal at msn.com. You can email him, and he'll talk with you. Um, you can exchange phone numbers, and he'll call you if you need any advice. Excellent. Well, I'm glad we talked about that because I've been wondering what that was, and uh, I'm going to have to get my father to look into that because that's something that helped him out greatly. Uh, he doesn't like the edibles, 
Now, occasionally, maybe some edibles might show up here, you know, every once in a while, and I give him some. Uh, he doesn't like them, and he can't smoke because he was a, a very heavy cigarette smoker uh, for over 30 years, and he has a, a, a mild case of emphysema. But the smoking of it does better for him, but he can't smoke it. So it's right, like, and when you, you burn this? the uh, the the marijuana, you kill the effects of cannabidiol. So it has to be ingested another way. There, the the best way to ingest the cannabidiol is through drops um, under the tongue and let the saliva uh, do its thing, and it helps to break down the molecule. You're going to lose a portion of it through the digestive system, but again, ours is uh, 99.8% pure. So when you do lose that small percentage in the digestive system, you're still getting a massive quantity of it to begin with, um, and. Uh, I'll, I'll just give you an example with with the uh, with the dogs. Um, the uh, the customer called us today to ask about one of her dogs. Uh, should she up the dosage or lower the dosage? It's a, it's the smaller of the two, and um, we were talking to her about weight and uh, how healthy the the living conditions of the dog is to begin with. People don't realize that when you take CBD, first of all, you have to be hydrated. Make sure that you drink enough water, and you should take a healthy dose of vitamin C every day. That helps the cannabidiol. There's lots of other advice that I wish I could give you, but I'm not trained to, and the FDA won't let me say it. But once I become FDA approved, I can tell you everything that I know, but I can tell you in private. <laughs> Can't tell us here, but we can talk in private. But email us at posal at msn.com, and we will answer all of your questions. And if we can't answer your question, we will get you somebody who can. Excellent. Well, Susanna, it's been a great hour. I love having you on. It's always a good time with you. Um, your website, OccupyCorporatism.com. Make sure you guys go check her out. Uh, what's your Twitter handle? OccuCorporatism. O-C-C-U Corporatism. Excellent. All right, Susanna, you have a great evening. Enjoy the rest of your night. Have a wonderful Christmas. Happy holidays. And uh, I hope you guys, uh, you know, I hope we talk to you again soon. Absolutely. Anytime. Just hit me up. I'd love to come back on. Great, dear. I appreciate it. Have a good night. You too. Thank you, guys. There goes Susanna. Bye-bye. I really appreciate that the time she gives us. I, I love the information she has. We're going to take a break. We'll be back with you guys in a few minutes. Uh, get done what you got to get done, because it is the third hour. Don't forget. Talk to you soon. We're All right. Back. i got to medicate. It's actually the, the very definition of terrorism. They're trying to kill people for a political agenda. It's just, you know, a nicety. So, uh, yeah, just keep in mind, guys, that the news agencies are not there to tell you the truth. They're there to tell you what they're told to tell you. You're still stuck to the American dollar, and you're still stuck to American laws. I still want to have the freedom to go where I want to go if I need to go. Uh, I think that's the most important thing in my mind, at least. And this goes along... If this is going to be another cum cum trail... (laughs) (laughs) I've got lesbians, and he's got cum trail. Okay, why don't you just move along? Animals get in the way when you're doing a radio show. What I think is they're going to have to redirect the American's mindset. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been even more fun. Yeah, that would have been a lot of fun. (laughs) I I want you all to keep your eyes open and your ears open on what's going on. It's the first 52. We started out cool, just wasting time Partying on the weekends behind neon signs Throwing darts, playing pong, and hustling pool games Dancing as the jukebox DJ of the band played our favorite songs Then I'd wake up in the morning on my neighbor's lawn And notice you'd be gone 
I searched for you in the bottom of a bottle Cause of you I lost my job down to my last few dollars So you're hard to swallow, pun intended I guess I love the taste from you since the beginning Many times I tried to end it but I just couldn't give up Upon the title to my pickup hoping you picked me up But you let me down like you always did I finally asked for help from my family and friends You caused a lot of pain, grief and mayhem Now I'm 11 steps away in a 12 step program Every time I pass them neon signs, it takes me back and you cross my mind thinking I don't know how long I'll make it out here on my own Cause I've been gone for way too long from the comfort of your arms And I don't know that I'll ever feel the way you made me feel now that you're gone Well I'll make it on my own I check in from time to time and tell my exes I miss them Melanie got married to a man that hits her. Stephanie turned stripper. Angie became an addict. Turned tricks in the alley to support her habits. Ain't got nothing on Sally. Sally's got five kids. Five baby daddies. She's tatted to her eyelids. Can't tell her what high is, what a meth lab fire is. She blew her whole house up. Lost all five kids. Three to the state and two to the morgue. Patricia became a preacher. Gave a light to the Lord. But she still don't approve of my bad ways. Never forget me for the music or the things I say. Guess it's apparent she ain't following Jesus. Jesus never judges a priest the false as they teach us. How they expect to reach us with the life they live in. You only find them in the beaches when they team is winning. Meanwhile, we stay believers when evil defeats us. Left to find a way home all on our own. Singing, I don't know how long I'll make it. Out here on my own, cause I've been gone for way too long. From the comfort of your arms, and I moved on. Controversy? It's only two blocks from ground zero. This week, Sarah Palin talked to an already raucous debate when on Twitter she called on peaceful Muslims. Yo, sensory deception. You ain't censoring shit. Less. Not 
nonsensical sentences from the censorship. Five senses regret, depressants, stimulants, sensory perception, deception. We on defense, intentionally intense, technical events, unintellectually affecting us through television sets. Couch potato brain, but vegetated as stew. They regulated my views through entertainment and news, infiltrated education, product placement in schools. How I'm rocking my hat, how I'm lacing my shoes, eating the shit. The media's false feeding. You got little girls leading to bulimia. Believe it, bro. Everyone's to blame. All became a part of this, blinded by the greed. We couldn't see the harm in this. Artists are charging marketing offices, planting the artificial seeds and harvesting the narcissists. Yo, it's sensory deception. You can't censor my perception. Hey, yo, it's sensory deception. You can't censor my, censor my job. Hey, yo, I touch it, I taste it, I smell it, I hear it, I see it. Love it, I hate it, don't want it there. I need it. It's sensory deception. You can't censor my perception. Hey, yo, I touch, taste, smell, hear, see, love, hate. Yo, it's mass murder by Frank Furters and hamburgers. Supersize your suicidal pack. Rival, uno dollar, you and swallow that. Superficial world where everything's a fallacy. High speed, hook up disconnectors from reality. All knowing the android avoid is from thinking. Jim Jones, pop, coke, poison, punch, drinking. Repetitive lines, hypnotized subconsciousness, rebellious rhymes, sabotage their reconnaissance. Supreme dominance over the whole populace. Hollowed out my head and filled the void with empty promises. Bionic, I'm finding it ironic. They're cutting down the truth to write lies on it. Sexual saturation, instant gratification. Consumer nation, missing imagination. Mass communication, trapped in isolation. Handful of corporations, got a grip on all the stations. You know why? It's sensory deception. You can't censor my perception. Hey, yo, it's sensory deception.
Hey guys, it's your boy Spicoli here. Reminded you to listen to Gonzo Radio, Tuesday nights at 10 on RazRadioLive.com. You'll hear some smart comments. I should have been an abortion. Would, that, would the proper vernacular be bullshitted or bullshat? This is a house of learned doctors. You'll hear some stupid shit. I'm, I'm going with the vernacular of bullshat. Like bullshatner. You also got my co-host, Mike Meyer. That is hardly a pedophile picture, buddy. You haven't seen my pedophile picture yet. <laughs> and his ever-ladylike girlfriend, Brittany. They're fucking retarded down here. You're growing up, motherfucker! We just like to hang out, have a good time, don't get too serious. When you oppress people, they rise up in a fiery anger! Give us a call at 941-421-0401. Where the rich show face in the air is something sleazy Suit and ties get away from their wives, the women easy An upscale atmosphere with some wallow Consumed by material life inside the hollow Like the chick at the bar smoking on a cigar quick Her heart pumps fast as staring sharp as guitar picks She sees a man with another skirt The type to triple her net worth for making your neck jerk And that's a goddamn shame Cause she was packing a nine and a crime was no game So I'm ducking to a restroom Followed suit and lick shots as the bass went boom. She can't remember how she got in this place. Took a look in the mirror but didn't recognize her own face. When I'm singing, my heart's bleeding for someone else. So what I'm seeing, I'm leaving up on the shelf. When I'm sleeping, I'm dreaming of somewhere else. I got my reasons, I'm not leaving yeah. this to no one else. It wasn't all night. More like love at first sight Around midnight We might just see a bar fight It never fails Now that Mickey's out of jail He was Jimmy's friend The one that left the phony paper trail Kirby got cold feet So we got off the street But he was in too deep The man was never the same And now his new thing looks like Alcohol and cocaine And in the streets that's fresh But up in here this place It's nothing but stress Can a man be changed? In an insane world, the crazy man becomes king Or is it just this place That's known to steal your soul, I hope you brought your suitcase Or was it just too late To go back in time before it's chick blue face When I'm singing, my heart's bleeding for someone else So what I'm seeing, I'm leaving up on the shelf When I'm sleeping, I'm dreaming of someone He started moving packs, no need for crack, this place was upscale Ecstasy and coke were number one on the sales No worries about jail, he had cops on the books One week he had to fix, as well as the crooks But tonight he was shook, caught by the devil's eye Red dress, blowing smoke, hand resting on the thigh Shine like diamonds in the sky He stopped for a minute, but had to keep moving And add another digits, he was trying to live it The American dream, a life full of schemes obtained by any means He tried to up the profit by trying to mix it up But the word on the street is that it wasn't good enough Joe met him at the club, said they had to talk Just come with me and let's take a little walk Walk. When I'm singing, my heart's bleeding for someone else So what I'm 
listening to the first 52 where you can hear the inmates run the insane asylum and i know you all know what that sound means the third hour of the first 52 on razradiolive.com we're gonna have some fun phone lines are open 941-421-0401 if you want to give us a call I gotta be honest, I was kind of feeling stupid there at the end of the interview because you guys got into that whole banking conversation, and I can't, I'm stupid when it comes to that. It's kind of, oh, yeah, I gotta you turn got you on. Derpy. That's kind of why I throw it over to you, Dave. <laughs> well, derp, derp. essentially. Sorry. <laughs> I can't talk banks with fucking her dancing and listening to this music. What was I saying? Uh, it's going to be one of the last times you guys hear that on a Saturday night. Oh, oh you're begging for it and dying for it. Shut up. Don't owe me. I'll still miss this, though. <laughs> I'll miss I'm the sure, 11 I'm o'clock sure. hour. <laughs> I'm sure we'll, we'll be like, let's do a show right now. Well, that's the thing. I, I told Lexi, if I'm on call for work and there's nothing going on and we're just doing podcasts, I might say, hey, let's do a show tonight. So you might hear it every occasionally on a Saturday night. I'm not what sure. Every occasionally? Yeah, every occasionally on a Saturday night. I'm not sure what I'm doing yet with the show or if you're even going to be involved with it during the week. Uh, I, I'm going to pick up some dead spots on Raz Radio in between the weekday shows. Do an hour here, an hour there, two hours here. Who knows? I might end up doing more radio now, doing it daily or on a sporadic case during the week, than I am on Saturday nights alone. So it'll work out. I'm I'm going to miss Saturdays, though. I mean, shit, I've been doing Saturdays for... You're going to... Wait a minute. No, no, no. It's, it's not going to take you very long to get right back into the Saturday groove. Like, the, the, the four or five Dude, weeks we've got a six-year-old. What do you think we get into on a Saturday oh, night? Oh, no. That month no, 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 we were just, off was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah wasn't it? Yes. Wasn't it? Yes. Well, because we spent family time, and that's why we're yeah. changing, is because we need the and, family time. And you're happier, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Sean, Sean is never Sean is never happy. He always feels like he's missing out on something. That is true. You know, like little kids that don't want to go to bed. You know, but they're tired. <laughs> Are you saying I'm a little kid that doesn't want to go to bed? Well, I'm just making a comparison. Okay, I got you now. Making a comparison. So, <laughs> Dave, how you doing over there, buddy? I'm uh, fucking fine. Fucking fine. You know we got to do a uh, we got to do a uh, uh, Steve video tonight. He's got his holiday video uh, that came out. Dude, I haven't watched in like fucking two months. I'm kind of letting them. I'm, um, <laughs> I'm letting them queue up so I could binge watch them. You know, all in one day. I, I don't know if I could sit and binge watch that. I mean, I could watch like one or two. Dude, but I watched like 31 episodes in a row. <laughs> the DUI, Steve, the DUI guy. 
I'm just sitting in my chair for like two hours. <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't know if I could do that. I no, mean, there's honest. a Christmas one with his cousin. Does he like yeah. make out with her? <laughs> um, that's when I'm getting queued up to, to play that up. <laughs> I'm not ready for you yet, Steve. Crazy. So, uh, uh, what's uh, what's your plans for the Christmas holidays, Dave? Not to get in trouble. Not to get well. That's always a good plan. Uh-huh. That should be your plan every day, honestly. Not just for the Christmas. It should holiday. be, you know. <laughs> just for the I'm gonna record. Be 40, I'm going to be 47, and I'm just starting to learn that. <laughs> I should plan to live every day. <sighs> Breathe easy. Don't break the law. I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just Whoa. like you know. You know, I've done some. I've done some great. I don't give a shit about breaking the law. I mean, that's not going to kill me. But you um, can breathe. Well, I don't know, Dave. It could kill you. Well, I'm just like even today on the bicycle. You know, I was thinking to myself, I was like, man, 25 years ago, I could do anything on a bike. Um, now he's having a and, hard time pedaling it. Well, no, because I think about it. I'm like, well, I'd like to jump that. I'd like to do that because you know these are, this is the way to ride. Don't be jumping shit with your bike, please. <laughs> right. well, don't see, do that. <laughs> right. Twenty five years ago, I was skilled and strong enough to to you know do what I wanted to do uh, in my head. I made it happen, and well, if I fell, it wasn't all that bad. But you know, falling now hurts. Twenty five years ago, you were just <laughs> stupid enough to do it, and you didn't. You could yeah. rebound from an injury. You weren't skilled or or no, smart. I was good. <laughs> Dude, I was good at mountain bike riding, man. Don't Seriously. tell me he wasn't skilled. He's convinced, just like you're. No, I know. You're skilled at driving. I'm very skilled at driving. Okay. I haven't been in an accident. In, oh, uh, I didn't mean to go down this road. Jesus. That's all. Well, making you know, I think you and I suffer from the same problem, Sean. We, what, we're men? No, no. We think <laughs> we're really good drivers, and we drive aggressively. Well, we are okay. aggressive drivers, yeah. Right. It doesn't really... Like, sometimes... Well, the first couple times I was in your car, scared me. But now I'm kind of used to it, and I get it, and I, I see that you're not a bad driver. You're just you're <sighs> making me uncomfortable because you drive faster than everybody else. And that's probably what I do, too. Well, I drove you know? ambulances for 10 years. When you drive something with big red lights and a siren, you're kind of a little aggressive. Even right. when they're not on, you're still... Extre- you know, you just pile up on somebody, they get out of your way. <laughs> that's how I drive. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> when you're used to that... I, I remember one. I was on this call once, and we had the medic... Cause in Jersey, um, EMTs drive the ambulances, and the medics drive like cop cars or SUVs, and they meet you at the scene. Uh, the not medics, um, yeah, paramedics, the BT or the ALS. And so what would happen is one of our EMTs would go drive the medic car, and then the medics would get in our ambulance and we transport the hospital. So we're on the ho- on the way to the hospital this one time, and, and Jersey, um, we have circles, but not like in Florida roundabouts. We had circles, and we're talking. Imagine um, what are two major highways in your town? Here in Tampa, yeah, like eighty and uh, well, Hillsborough Avenue, which is right outside my door here, right? And uh, Dale Mabry. All right, so imagine those two roads meeting in a circle with no lights and just going. <laughs> this is what our circles were like, and then they started installing lights on them to make them flow better, which didn't make them flow better. Right, uh, and this one time I was on this call, and I'm going through this intersection, and it was uh, 70 and 73 in Marlton, in uh, Marlton, New Jersey. Uh, if anybody knows where that is, you can figure out where that was. And I'm, I'm just, I'm on the. I, this was our newer ambulance, right? If we you had, know, then you know. <laughs> if you right. don't, then you don't. If you don't know, now you know. <laughs> then you <Yeah>. don't know. <laughs> and so this was our newer ambulance. This was, uh, this was like a brand new ambulance. And we had two sirens on it. So we had dual sirens. 
So you could have two different sounding sirens going, <laughs> and we had a massive air horn. Well, right, I, we get it. <laughs> I got myself through this intersection, oh my God. and the medic comes up to me, and she's like, Jesus, how did you get through there like that? <laughs> that was the point of the story. I had to get to the get there. Yeah, so you're a good driver. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm a very good driver. He's practicing telling grandpa stories. Well, no, but oh, you're an aggressive up. driver. You're aggressive. You have to be uh, sympathetic to the other drivers, you know? Well, I don't have to be sympathetic to fuck. Get out of my way. No, well, it's, well, if you want to be a cooler friend, you know, like because oh, you mean the passengers, not driving. I really didn't. I didn't really drive all that aggressively the first time uh, Kevin and uh, Amber came here, right? But <laughs> he was making out like I drove like like I was crazy. I, I might have done some, one thing here and there. I'm like, dude, that's nothing. I'm actually kind of calm. Well, that's like when we went you to know? the Christmas party last year, and you drove. I was like freaking. That's why I had to sit in the front seat. Remember, I had to sit in the front seat, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like holding on. I'm like, uh, uh, uh. he hits the. Oh, me- Remember, he went through the freaking toll booth at like 95 miles an hour. <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't nervous I when the, I Dave was driving. It. Well, that's because you were in the back seat drinking no, beer. No, I'm usually. Oh yeah, that's right. I was drunk. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. <laughs> that's why. You know, our car hit a year old. The other day, and we've already got twenty two thousand miles on it. Wow! I don't know because we I bought guess. it at Adam's party the day of Adam's party last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah! Wow, that's twenty something. Twenty two thousand miles, I think we well, had. How many? How many? How many out of state trips? Didn't you take like three out of state trips? Uh, we went to Virginia. We went to Pennsylvania. That's it. Yeah, that's it. And then, but we travel to Jacksonville or Orlando. Yeah, uh, multiple often. times a year. Yeah. So, which is a drive for us. 22,000 miles is a significant amount of miles to be driving. Well, she drives 60 miles a day. Far. Oh, to work. It's about, what, 30 miles? Well, no, it's not 30. It's 20 miles. She'd do like 40 It's just miles significant. A day. I'm, just, I'm just telling yeah, you it's significant. I know. You know? As a truck driver, I'm telling you. That that's why we don't lease. Right. <laughs> Leasing we went up sucks. to Pennsylvania. I got an oil change right before we left, and by the time we got back, I was due for another <laughs> Almost, oil yeah. change. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Pretty much. I, I, like, Same oh. thing with the tr- with the little truck too. I bought it and I uh, put some shit in it and I was, drove it to Vermont and I did an oil change right before I left. Came back, I had thirty five hundred miles on it in mm. two weeks. Yep, mm. I love yeah. that. <laughs> Pretty much what we've done with that car. It's a good car for travel and it's very comfortable. Yeah, that drive to Virginia was kind of fun. I like the stops and the. Well, we didn't Mikey places. on that one either. Well, we had him to Jacksonville and then we left him with your mother in Jacksonville. So I know. it was, it was a nice, nice little drive after yeah. that. Nice, nice. Taking pictures of all the stops. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like rest stops, and I'm like, "Yay, we're here!" <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what I like? The last time I drove down from New York uh, was in May. Um, I did an 18 hour straight, uh, and let me tell you, I loved doing it. It was, it was. It was an excellent drive. I can't believe I did 18 hours in a car. That's a you know? long time. Yeah. I mean, I went from fucking Long Island to Tampa in a day. We did that. A day. We did uh, Jacksonville to uh, <laughs> Pennsylvania with his parents in the car and Mikey in the car in uh-huh. one day. And that was... Yeah, that was rough. That was that 15 was hours. Yeah. yeah. On the way back, I'm yeah. like, we're not doing that again. <laughs> we are stopping, sir. Uh, uh, Michelle, I got to say, uh, Michelle put out the best point. She said, skilled at driving. You're from Jersey. Enough said. Thanks, Michelle. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. I don't know if you know, but that's, I think that's a dig. 
Yeah, I know that's a dig. Okay. I'm not stupid. <laughs> See, she's used to North Jersey drivers. I'm a South Jersey driver. There's, there's a big no difference. difference. There's no, a big there's difference. Not. Stop. It's two stop different doing worlds. No, you guys not. didn't even have it's fucking traffic states. lights. You had circles. <laughs> <laughs> they took them all out though because nobody could figure out how to negotiate the only, the only circle we have is Columbus Circle <laughs> uh, we have a lot of circle I live in a circle first of all why would they have traffic lights at a circle a rotunda that defeats even. the a rotunda, whole because yes. it's fucking Jersey yeah well <laughs> because the traffic got so heavy I mean like, like I was saying imagine 41 That's where imagine where 41 and 776 meet I lived in the UK where they didn't have speed limits on some roads and they had the they called them roundabouts but they didn't have lights they figured it out well it's car and traffic talk on the first <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> the third Ding. hour. Right. Ding. I forgot the bell. <laughs> What's wrong with you, Junior? You must bring your bell. Oh, I got a I got a great drop for you, Dave. I haven't gotten to use this yet. I wish you would actually call in. That's a great drop. You heard it? What? No, you're I can't hear anything. No. Yeah. yeah. Oh it. one more time. Ooh, it's it's echo. It's echo. Yeah, <laughs> I've been I've been playing that like for a half hour now. Oh, like we can't oh, hear it on this. Mix minus, mix minus, mix minus, mix minus. Yeah, that's horrible. That's horrible. Like there we go. Thank you. All right, here, here you ready? You'll like this one. Can I just say that it, it felt very uh, it felt very good to be uh, cradled by Wayne in a fetal uh, position, uh, as if I was a baby. <laughs> That was shifty. Well, I, I I get it, but why why does it really? sound so shitty? Because that's when he called in that night when he was all drunk oh, in the third man. hour, like the, two months the, ago. Yeah, big fight. What? Steve, the DUI guy. Big fight. I thought we were doing that. I'm getting there. Nice segue. <laughs> all right, you guys want to hear the Steve the DUI Christmas one? Yep. Sure. All right, let me see here. I gotta find it again. There it is. All right, here we go. Steve the DUI guy Christmas. Cousin Whitney's punch tin art. Oh. Ah, Cousin Whitney's back! I knew it! <laughs> Whitney's back! Hell yeah, Cousin Whitney! What's up, man? I came to show you about my arts and crafts. Arts and crafts? <laughs> yep. It's actually really easy. Um, it's punch tin so art. Sweet. This is the Christmas gift thing that you were telling me about? Yep. Okay, this is some badass shit. All right, Whitney, she got a couple things that we can do for people you don't really give a fuck about, but you want it to look <laughs> like you do. You know, sometimes you don't want to spend no fucking money and shit on people. So here's some shit you can make on simple. Is this going to get me some ass? No. Mom's gonna like it. Yep. Alright, so we have some tins, some metal dollar, short trays. I'm gonna. What do we do with this? First thing, you wanna put the sticker on there. Right. Fucking sticker! You, you can, like, draw it, too. Yeah, you could draw it. Cause sometimes it's hard to find a, a penis. It's actually clip art. Really <laughs> oh, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you gotta draw. Like, you can't always find the right kind of penis that you want to punch tin art. If you want, you could do that, but I suggest more like a snowflake or something that you could bring If I'm going to give the fucking punch tin art to Doodle, I'm giving him a big fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> you going to do a snowflake? Yep. Let me dick. tell us how the basic concept works on that. Okay. Do you rather? 
God, do you ever almost puke and then you go, I don't feel like puking right now. This is a good time for me to do a shot. You might want to pour me one too. Fuck yeah. You might want to pour your fucking self one too. Yeah! Go ahead, take a rip off of that. I have Ebola, but you can't catch it through alcohol. You're fucking Whitney's fucked up! <laughs> Let me have that tin underneath that. at your dad's house on holiday. Uh, I need a sticker. There's your sticker. Okay. Check this shit out. So they, they've got tins and they're making tin art with tins and nails. Oh, I like it! <laughs> this might take like fucking a day and a half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah! I'm done! <laughs> Are you done? Yep. Alright, let's check it out, see what we did. Fill it, but I like it. I made a mustache. I made fucking titties. <laughs> hey, um, pretty fucking fun hanging out and stuff. I like it when you come by. Hey, this is something cool you can do too, right? You take this deal here, and you take a drill or a screw, right? And then you just pop holes in it. Right, you just pop a whole of holes in it. You put holes in it, goddammit, Wendy! Okay, so then you put a bunch of holes in it, make like a star or a fucking teddy or something like that. And then you just fucking take, drop a candle in there. I tell you what, fuck that cigarette. Uh, fucking cool having you hang out with me again. Uh, we should go smoke fat bowls. Let's do it. Tell you what, we got shit on sale in the store for the, the whole holiday, and everybody gets a free sticker, Whitney. <laughs> oh, I love this fucking song this week, Cousin Whitney. It's badass. Alan, Kevin, and Jordan from Cleveland, Ohio. They're called Set to Reflect. It's fucking cool, man. You're gonna rock it out. We'll see y'all next Friday. Let's get the fuck out of here. We got shit to do. That one was good. You gotta watch it though to really get all of it. That's the thing. That's what I was saying. Is like it really it loses a lot of its value uh, with just without the video. It is. That was hilarious. That was really good. I, 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 I hope you guys could get where I was laughing and kind of visually see what was making me laugh. No. No. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. I'm not, maybe fucking, my imagination. No, Jesus, you're such a downer. No, just it's it's much funnier. The visuals are much funnier. It's much funnier when you see it Did because you, put you up are a Christmas tree. No, uh, oh, you didn't put up a Christmas tree. Those those are my Christmas lights. They've been here. You've seen these. <laughs> I have LED lights that go across where the keyboard is, so I can see the keyboard, but yet keep it dark in here. It oh. smells like Christmas in here, though. I wish it smelled like Christmas <laughs> in here. It smells like dirty resin in here. I know. We have terrible contacts <laughs> going on. <laughs> K-Fabe it. <laughs> uh, what's his name? Sp uh, Silent Bob. Just back in the background. What's up? Jabbing in today. Stabbing. Jabbing. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Sticking it in. <laughs> no cool. Sticking it in deep. Uh, so, 
Um, we talked about Rob's uh, fundraiser, guys. Don't forget about that. Dave, uh, fortoedjones.com. If you want to yeah, go forward there. Right to, right, forward your, I uh, put a forward on there today. Cause, you want to um, say that again? Done. Two-time Dave? Stutter and Dave. We're going to call him Stutter and Dave from now on. What do you think? <laughs> Bob, what do you think? That worked for you? You, you can call me anything yeah. you want. <laughs> I only have to listen to it for another Just week. don't call me late for dinner. <laughs> Did I mention this is his last show? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Is it your last show? No, he'll or be here with joke, us Saturday. Right? He'll be here with us next Saturday. Right. You will? She's like, That's a joke, right? I get it. <laughs> he said he was going to come down, but he's broke. He can't come down. No. You, who are you doing Christmas with? No one. I did Christmas at Thanksgiving. Aww. Well, that was Thanksgiving, Dave. There's, yeah, that, well, I got to see my holidays. mother. I got my mother and my son there, and we did thanks. You're did not going to go see your mom. Stay for- with us for Christmas. No, man. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm gonna work the day before and the day after. No. I'm just gonna take the day off. I'm gonna watch uh, Ralphie shoot his eye out. I'm glad you said it because I didn't want to say it without your permission. So yeah, come stay with us. No, 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 no. I want to be alone. I want to be... No, you don't. Relaxed. Yes, I do. You're lying. I saw my family already. Oh, what are we? Chop liver? Oh, well, I, Again, <laughs> I don't have the money. I got to fucking pay this stupid ticket off. Ah, fuck the ticket. You know? They'll suspend your license. You don't really yeah, need and that anyway. then I anybody. get arrested. Are you going to bail me out? Um, no. <laughs> I don't have the money to bail you out. <laughs> it's, well, it was seven years ago. $600. That's probably 1500 now. Yeah. You know, <laughs> fucking Pinellas County takes a credit card over the phone for bail. And Buzzy like thinks- I literally could call my mother, Ma, get out your fucking black card. Get me out of jail. Yeah, I mean, bail me out. Buzzy thinks I'm a bad driver. I can't drive because I live in Florida. I'm not from Florida, Buzzy. I've only been here like <laughs> nine, ten years. Doesn't mean I can't drive. Lexi's from Didn't- Florida, so that might be another issue. <laughs> I drive very well, thank you. You think? Meow. <laughs> yeah, she's booty, isn't she? Well, she's been with the kid all night, so they were watching Christmas movies. Don't make excuses for my mood. I'm in a just fine mood. <laughs> okay. And you with the raring. <laughs> she's yelling at you, Dave. Meow. <clears throat> You're right, Sean. She is a little feisty today. Hey. Yeah. She's been feisty <laughs> recently. <laughs> this, you don't have to make excuses. It is. She is feisty. So... La 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 la. <laughs> Play the song again, Dave. <laughs> do you do you trust Noah? What? Oh, who? Do you trust Noah? Noah Noah's no. Ark? No, Noah National Oceanic. Uh, blah 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 blah. It all depends. They have they've put out some uh, information that was totally verifiable. Totally verifiable. You know, when I was first down here, I I, I went and I, I found Noah was the best. Predictor of where the uh, storms were going to go. Oh, the hurricanes. Yeah, the, the, the thing pretty... we haven't had in like eight years here in Florida. <laughs> I think nine. But no, uh, we yeah. had one come through since I've been here. This just it hit here, but it hit you know hit Florida since I've been here. Yeah, you weren't here for when when one in '04 hit. No, you? Charlie. Neither one of us. Lexi was in England when that hit. Her dad was oh, that's salty. Awesome. Was here. Salty. Uh, he said it was probably the best two months of his life, didn't he? I, I seem to rem- remember him saying that. There was no power, and they would go sit out in the street. He had a generator, so they they kicked the generator and on. They had a little karaoke machine. Yeah, and all the grill. neighbors would all come out and they would grill around this karaoke machine every night. He said it was the, he said it was the best time ever. He he made friends with all his neighbors. As soon as the power came on, he never saw any of them again. 
I swear to God. <laughs> That's sad. That's people, funny and People sad. come together when they're limited. Yeah, they well, that's the yeah. thing. Everybody talks about if bad things happen, there will be bad people doing stupid things. But I think a majority would come together and unite and make things go well. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's nice to be nice. It is. And there's a reason, like I just, yes, uh, the day before yesterday, I helped some lady out in the parking lot where I work. She had a Ford, not the excursion, not the big one, but the uh, expedition. Right. The one below it. Right, right. Um, I had to push it across the park. She, oh. I, you know, fortunately, the spot behind her was empty, and she was she was at the curb. So I had to push her car back into another parking spot, then pull my truck up and start the thing. Um, and I was like, ah, oh, you know, help somebody out. That, that you know, I just was actually leaving, and I saw the hood up, and I came back. I was like, you need help, and it makes me feel good to like actively seek. I'm somebody that would help. I'm somebody that does that on a regular basis if I have time. Like I'm, I will always stop it if, and I don't mean that rudely, but if I'm going to be late for work well, or I have a. An meanwhile, you get mad when the seventy-year-old neighbor shows up because their AC isn't working. You're like, you have to call the. Uh, well, that's the different. I got to get paid service. for my job. <laughs> you got to call the answering service. Aww. Don't knock on my fucking door. I mean, there is a way. There is a process <laughs> for that. That's different. That's my job. If I was just a guy that lived here that knew how to fix it, and she locked on my door, I'd probably go help her. They're old. They don't know. God, don't even start me on that. <laughs> don't even start me on that. Did you see the pic? Did you see the video of Mikey from the Christmas party that I posted, Dave? Uh, or or I, Silent Bob? I think so. I don't remember what it was though. Jeez, I saw, maybe I saw pictures. Yeah, I posted a video of Mikey, and it's him on the dance floor, surrounded by women, and he's like dancing and smiling and just. He clapping. got like oh, all no, these I women up. That. He I was like it. surrounded. There was they like formed a circle around him. <laughs> it was pretty good. Yeah, it's on the Facebook. Uh, I somewhere. could totally see him owning it too. He did. Oh, he did <laughs> all night. Well, see, the thing drag is, him out. it's funny because Lexi will tell you, you know, like I go in and I know all these people. I'm in their house regularly, so you know, I'm making my rounds, and Mikey gets in there and he ran away, and he's just. Going up to each individual, because the, all the <laughs> residents know him, too. He just sits down at a table, and he just starts talking with these old people. He sits yeah. there for like 10, 15 minutes, moves to another table, and he came, and he was collecting swords. And by the end of the not by the end of the night, about halfway through the night, old people are walking up to our table and giving them their sword, you know, drink swords. Right, right. The little spiky swords for the, right, right. the fruits and shit. Swords. Swords. <laughs> We're going to have a sword fight. <laughs> No homo. I see your swords. <laughs> I see your swords is as big as mine. <laughs> I love that movie. I know you do. <laughs> see, she's feisty. Very, very feisty. I just said wow. I know you do. Is that? What do you want me to say? I don't know. Alternatively, that wouldn't be feisty. Consider <laughs> considerably. Considerably, <laughs> tell him he's a good driver. It's <laughs> <laughs> not happening ever. <laughs> oh my goodness! I am a good driver as long as you're alive when we arrive at our destination. Yes, you are, Sean. And there's no yes, damage on the vehicle. I'm a good yes, driver. You you're a good driver. I don't like to lie to you, so. <laughs> but you make people nervous. I, I know that. My mother's been telling me that for 20-something years. I <laughs> know, right? My mother wouldn't let me drive. I took her out for a drive in my car, right? I was like 18. And for 20 years, she wouldn't let me drive her car. My friends got to drive her brand-new fucking BMW. Oh, no, brand-new Honda Civic, right? It was the first brand-new car ever. And my friends got to drive, and I couldn't drive it. We went to Miami once, and uh, <laughs> my uncle 
the one that passed away a year and a half ago, he uh, mm-hmm. he had his partner's car, and it was a uh, a Porsche. I don't remember what kind of Porsche. It was the one where the fin comes up by its like at a certain speed. The fin pops up by itself. Nine twenty eight. Yeah. Yeah. That that's what he had his partner's Porsche. So it's he's the one from uh, Scarface. I don't know. I, I don't know. But anyway, so Manny bulletproof. Day. He scared the hell out of me in that car. He's he's letting. <laughs> oh my god. He's letting my cousins drive it and everything. And and remember, my cousins are twenty years younger than me almost. Mm-hmm. And he's Lexi's like, well, I want to take a ride. I'm like, all right, can I, you know, can I take her for a ride? And he's like, uh, no, you wrecked your father's Corvette. I'll take her for a ride. <laughs> Scared the hell out of me. Although this is the same man, this is the same man that had probably wrecked 40 cars in his life, was driving a Jeep up the mountains of Pennsylvania and lost the doors off the Jeep and doesn't know how he lost them and crashed an airplane in my grandparents' field. field. <laughs> See, that's I mean. the best one. And crashed an airplane. Yeah. <laughs> We can't, none of us could actually, you know, there's not many of us alive that I actually could say that. Yeah, that was Yeah, he took like a couple turns and he was just on this long stretch of road and just gunned it as fast as he could go. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And he's just going, he's like, eee. Uh, I miss him. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I asked yeah. you about Noah for a reason and we got sidetracked. Oh, you're setting me up, aren't you? You fucking prick. We have like <laughs> seldom few minutes. Seldom few minutes. Oh my god, is it really almost midnight? Yeah. Holy shit. Seldom few minutes. Seldom few minutes. See, I'm not the only one speaking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a bottle and a half of wine in. Sorry. Are you really? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I was drunk. <laughs> She's out there watching Christmas movies with the kid. I was just away drinking wine, wine and, <laughs> right. and watching Christmas movies. What's wrong with that? Saturday. I'm allowed. (laughs) So, Dave, what do you think caused the uh, droughts in California that are ending now, finally? Lack of rain. (laughs) Harp pushing the the storms out of California over to Fukushima Fukushima to help dilute uh, the radiation. Well, I don't think that's why they were doing it, but... uh, uh, Well, Noah says that uh, it was not man-made, it was natural. Hmm. What? Noah says it was not man-made, it was ma- natural. The fact that there was a drought? Yeah. Well, hey, to use your logic, aren't these things cyclical? Don't these things happen every so often? Yes. Absolutely. Isn't it a natural occurrence to have a drought? Yeah, I guess, yeah, it is. Is that the All point right. you're so, trying to make? Kind of. Although I do think there was some geoengineering involved with it, but I think that's right. why Noah's come out and He's said it was natural, right, yeah. not man-made, so that they... Why would you do this whole setup? <laughs> I don't know. Bring down. Uh, no, actually, I, I... But... But... I like to jokes. Fuck with I want to hear dick jokes. <laughs> I like to fuck with Dave. Anyway, it is almost midnight, isn't it? Yes. Dave... Nigga. Nigga. <laughs> did you call... You didn't call Wayne today, did you? I didn't call Wayne today either. What the fuck? <laughs> Sorry, that just made me think of Wayne. Holy shit! That's racist, Sean. <laughs> it's definitely racist. racist. I, well, it wasn't intended to be. You're super racist. I mean, it's Wayne. You're like yeah, a high-functioning racist. Wayne is the whitest black man I've ever met in my life. Are you so. kidding me? That guy picked me up and spun me around like I was a, like I was a rag. Dog. I didn't say he was the smallest black man I ever met. I said he was the whitest <laughs> black man I ever met. I don't give a fuck. I don't want to mess with him at all. And you're a big guy, too, for him to swing you around. Yeah, Wayne's, what, like 6'7", 350 pounds? I swear to God, Sean, it made me feel like a 7-year-old. Because I felt comfortable in his arms, and he swung me around. I was like, 
oh wow, I haven't felt this way in like four years. <laughs> it was great. Can I just yeah. say that it, it felt very, uh, it felt very good to be uh, cradled by Wayne in a uh, fetal <laughs> position, uh, as See? if I was a baby. <laughs> I don't yeah, know he like hugged it. me and it kind of like lifted me off the floor, and I was like, "Oh, I feel like a princess." <laughs> <laughs> a princess? <laughs> Did you feel like a Nubian princess? Oh wow! Um, I hope he. I You're hope we roll, meet again. Racist. I hope we. I hope I get to meet him again just for the hug. <laughs> just for the hug, Dave. I'm starting just to worry about you. If nothing else, it's just for the hug. He gets good hugs. <laughs> I'm starting to worry about you, Dave. I must say, no homo. Because <laughs> that you know that's like bless your heart. You just erases everything you just said. Well, I want to thank Susan. P- Susan. P- Su- <laughs> Drink. So you're going to get the first su- name right su- and screw up the last name. Is that it? Is it easier Susan for you to just say Puzzle. Susanna, even though that's I, uh, not her name? I could have sworn. Did you call I her that several times? To, oh, half the night. All the night. Oh, my God. <sighs> I always get it wrong. I don't know why, because it's spelt weird. It's not I've spelt told you Susan. after every show, you know it's Susan, right? <laughs> it's not spelt Susan, though. It's yes, spelt, it is it's, spelled Susan. Uh, well, it's weird. I don't know. That's just it's me, not I guess. spelled O Susanna. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to thank Susan for joining us tonight. As usual, <laughs> full of information. She's a fun person to have on. Uh, she can roll with the punches, and uh, that's what I like about her. It's one of the one of the reasons I really enjoy having her on. So I want to thank even her. Stay late being called Susanna. Maybe that's why. Maybe it's like some sort of reverse pickup thing. Reverse pickup thing. You know she Cynthia grew up didn't in- call right. No. Uh, no. Yeah, I didn't think she would. Be. Was probably not a good time. Yeah. It would definitely be too soon. Well, to she didn't promise. About. She never promised she yeah. was going to. She just said, you know, if she gets a chance. Yeah, I, I saw that earlier today, and then we found out, you know, what happened in Brooklyn. Right. Plus, plus it's Festivus. I mean, uh, come on. Right. Yeah, you can't remember. We, sh- we should call her. I think I got her number somewhere. Oh, I know I got her number somewhere. But I'm not going to call her. Cold call her yeah. at uh, 12 o'clock at night. No. Come on. It'd be fun. We should have cold called Ferris, though. That would be a fun one. Do it oh right God. now. Do it now. No. <laughs> no. Yes. He'll start. He's probably yes. drunk as a skunk with all his buddies having a grand old time and putting him on the phone. You call would... him. You call him now. You call him now. <laughs> you call him now. Puppy He's not even going to hear the fucking phone. Well, we'll find out. I don't care. We'll oh, my. Out. I can't believe you're calling him. It's fucking yes. 12 o'clock. Well, why not? Oh, yeah, Grace, call poopy face. <laughs> like 12 o'clock means anything to Ferris. He's this awake. Is true. It's not like we're waking him up. Although he might not answer because he won't recognize the number. He'll be like, fuck you. <laughs> right. He, no, he'll totally recognize. Oh, that's right. Cause no, Skype. it's a Skype, so it's a yeah. California number. Right. Skizite. 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 We'll leave him a Your message. Call has been forwarded let's leave him a, automatic voice let's leave him a Christmas message. Seven. Let's leave, we'll, we'll leave him a Christmas <laughs> message. Seven. Five. No, man. Available. Yeah. Yes, Mike. Oh, Ferris! Merry <laughs> Christmas! We were calling to bother you, but Merry you didn't Christmas, answer. Face. What the fuck? Yeah, we're, it's the end of our show, and I don't know why he called you. Yeah, he did. The drunken Stop hour. making excuses, Dave. Yeah, you call said us, Dave. You told me like to call minute. him. Don't lie. Hurry Nine up. Four one. Four two one. Zero four zero one. Zero four. He knows the number. He is a show host on the station. You know. Yeah. Hashtag oh, closet moist. <laughs> Aww, that dropped just then. Oh, uh, yeah. Sucks. The closet moist didn't go on. Sorry. Damn it. 
I hung up too quick. Andrew didn't say Nico. I'm on the delay. <laughs> <laughs> the living delay. <laughs> well, guys, it has been fun again. Thank you, Susan. I uh, appreciate your time. I'll get your name right eventually. One Mrs. Pozell. <laughs> yeah, I'll show you. Mrs. Pozell. <laughs> I'm not updating right now, Skype. Go away. So anyway, uh, next week we'll be back. Uh, we'll figure out hopefully more of what's going to be going on. Uh, I would like to have live here, but if I don't, I'm not going to be here and I don't have somebody to do live. I'll be doing uh, probably the Pale Horse X podcast, which is Frankie's new podcast. And maybe throw in some Tuscan podcast. i got to see how long Frank's is. I want to make sure I fill the three hours. Uh, or maybe more. Who knows? But anywho, it's been fun. I appreciate you guys listening. And I hope you come back next week and join us. Until then. For the last. For, for Saturday TF52. night. Well, the last yeah. Saturday night TF52. The last Saturday TF52 ever. And it's and it's my last show. Dave's ever. Last show schedule. ever. Yeah, I'm off of DC. Uh, I'm done with. Uh, oh my God, what are you going to do? Months ago, you're not going to not be friends. Oh my God, I'm having now, such. Right? I'm having. Investigate the consequence of a bittersweet loss of sense, a weapon in a war against ourselves. The setting sun is loading guns. Don't be afraid of mistakes. Emotions misplaced. To love or to don't know what to do, we're all lost and confused, just trying to get through in this world, always trying to prove that we're worth what it takes, but it takes a long time in the dirt to see grace, when I'm trying to be real, they tend to be fake, when I'm risking it all. No time to waste Fuck this rat race I'm leaving this place It's time to blast off Destination space With the sunset hung behind us And the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free, unguided through the beautiful asylum with the light show from a passing UFO lost in the glow of the unknown. Please don't go.
open free of guided through the beautiful asylum when the light shone from a passing UFO lost in the glow of the so much thanks the first 52 is the bump diggity Cement, the concrete's alive Where the bonds are formed, the rats run and hide Drama's like a cartoon that comes to life Where the express bus runs twice a night To the stadium that's packed every Monday night To the yellow cab driver that helped make your flight Where you can get what you want if the price is right And screaming fuck you's another way to be polite Zone. This is where I'm at and this is where I'm calling home. 